Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. From the streets of Union City to your nighttime radio, Steve Travelly keeps you in the Jersey No. Seven till eleven, live local and live. Steve Travelis on New Jersey 101.5. Weekday night, Steve's live local and live. Call him at 1-800-283-101.5. Can you believe it is Thursday night in New Jersey already? I know what you're thinking. Where does the time go? It's already Friday Eve. It's got to be Friday somewhere. I don't know. London? <laughs> uh, you and me at 11 o'clock tonight. Nobody get through, of course. As always, 1-800-283-101.5. Tommy Abalone is going to call in later on. We talk, we talk about those shows you loved as a child. Uh, he, produced, he directed I Love You, You Hate Me. Uh, followed Barney the Dinosaur's furious reaction and what he says about the human need to hate. That comes up at uh, 9 o'clock tonight. We'll talk about those kid shows that we like so much that are so different from what the kids have today. These kids today do not have it easy, though. Um, <clears throat> you know, back on the streets of Union City, we didn't deal with the bullying to the extent uh, that it goes on today in schools because back in the days, you could eradicate bullying. Today... If you fight back, you get in more trouble than the bully. Uh, I'm not advocating fighting back unless it's necessary. Uh, I would tell my children if, uh, and I have told my children that if anybody starts with them, you finish any fight and you do what you have to do. And should you get suspended for that, I will take you on vacation. Uh, and armed with that knowledge, you know what my kids do? Nothing. Because they're good kids. Because they were raised right. Because I don't have to, I, because my wife and I work at that. You know, um, I don't understand why bullying is as out of control as it is in New Jersey now. But then I can because the kids know there's not a damn thing you can do about it. Uh, and the parents pretty much don't have a clue as to what to do about it. So now, um, Perth Amboy, uh, an 11-year-old boy was stabbed with a kitchen knife uh, close to his house after school, uh, but near school grounds. And there's a big outcry, this protesting and everything, right? This happened on February 21st. School officials say the fifth grader was stabbed by another student with a kitchen knife near the victim's home shortly after dismissal. So what do we do here? First thing we do, we protest. We call for action. And then uh, the powers that be get together. They come up with ideas, a number of security measures on NJ1015.com. Rick Rickman, a number of security measures will be up for a vote at Perth Amboy's next school board meeting. Uh, they're talking about the idea of metal detectors. They're talking about the idea of armed guards. Talking about the idea of backpack searches. Uh, do you have any ideas? What would you do? I mean, the idea of metal detectors in schools... Uh, to me, is just repulsive. I mean, could you imagine the idea of going, you know, you send your, you send your child to school, you know, from little kids all the way up. You, you would love school to be a safe haven. It's not. It's gotten out of hand. And when crimes are committed in school, regardless of the, the kids, you know, penalties should be paid. You know, that whole thing that went on at uh, Central Regional. 
you know, those th- those kids committed crimes. It wasn't about suspension. It was about police action. And the moron who uh, thankfully quit his job uh, was too stupid to see that. So here, you know, as we try to find a way to stop bullying in New Jersey schools, and I don't know, like, is this a bullying incident from the school? How do we stop kids from attacking kids? Why do kids feel like they can get away with attacking kids? And how much of that is on the parents? But getting back to this, now, uh, you know, they're talking about the idea uh, from the Perth Amboy superintendent. Uh, they're going to vote to add metal detectors, armed guards, and backpack searches. Do we need this in schools? Or is there another way? I mean, for me, how do you feel about, how do you feel about cameras in the hallways? How do you feel about cameras in the classrooms? Maybe if every kid knew that they were on camera, that everything and anything they did was going to be recorded, not only uh, on the cell phones that are being held up ad nauseum, because it's really gutless that you would allow someone, you would watch somebody getting the crap kicked out of them, and the only thing you could think to do is pull out your phone and record it to put it on Instagram. What kind of cowards are we raising? Unless, of course, somebody was recording it to get it to the police. But I love the idea. I mean, it's, you know, twofold here. Number one, the idea of do we really want to put metal detectors, armed guards, backpack searches in schools? Backpack searches I have no problem with. You know, because any kid should be allowed to, hey, you should be, shouldn't have anything in a backpack that's illegal, anything. Anyway. But metal detectors, you are going to cause one giant cluster F every morning. Did you ever go to a game? You go to your Giant fan, Jet fan, Nick fan, Yankee fan, Ranger fan. You go to a game and see how long it takes people to get through the metal detectors. And metal detectors are going to have to have with them uh, people on each side. So you go through the metal detector. Eh, oh, no, what's the matter? Go back in. Eh, go back in. Eh, as we're going to be. I like the idea of cameras because you're always being recorded. Cameras in the classrooms. Cameras in the hallways. Cameras to the left of me. Cameras to the right of me. And you know what? I wouldn't even mind putting cameras up and have the monitors hanging in the hallway so Junior sees themselves. 1-800-283-101.5. So how do you feel about the idea? Selena's in Jackson on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Selena. Hey, how are you? Good, um, how are you? I completely support um, cameras in the classroom. Um, we actually moved from the town because of rude and obnoxious and just horrible children. And what I've learned is that you're not going to run away from these kids because obviously we didn't, but we did leave for that reason. But the instances that my child went through and the parents that I've confronted about it, they could give two craps about it, and that's the problem. So when you have a kid that does these insane things, I mean, they they called my daughter and they texted her these words that 11-year-old, at at the time she was 10, could never even know what they mean. And, you know, when I brought it to the kid's parents, they're like, oh, I have have no idea this happened. Well, I'm telling you it happened, and what are you going to do about it? Nothing, nothing at all. 
And that's the problem. So metal detectors, this kid got stabbed outside of school after school. It's not going to stop these no, kids from not. being violent. No. It's uh, the classroom cameras. I would love that because kids that choose teachers, kids that choose kids, 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 uh, teachers that choose kids. I mean, things happen in the classroom that at the end of the day, they don't need to be watched 24-7. But if something happens, they should be able to have the ability to pull back and say, this is what happened. And somebody has to be accountable. And is it going to change things? I don't think it's going to change anything because, again, it comes down to parenting. And I also work in, you know, a healthcare facility and just the patients in general. It's just, it's the population as a whole mm. that we're just failing as society. It's we're becoming rude, obnoxious. There's no empathy or sympathy or, no. or common courtesy for anybody. And it's sad. It, it truly is. And the thing about cameras, it's not about being watched. It's about being recorded. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not going to put like, it's not going to be like cameras in a classroom and there's a guy, you know, a security guard sitting there with a wall full of television screens looking at all the cameras. No, it's all being recorded. I.e., if we need this footage, we have it. We have it to go back to. I agree 100%. All right, Selena, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Uh, Tom, Mike, hang on. Uh, do we want to go with metal detectors, armed guards, backpack searches in our schools? That's what they're going to vote on in Perth Amboy. How do you feel about the idea of cameras in all the hallways, in the classrooms of New Jersey schools? 1-800-283-101.5. Do you know how much you can get for your home? Robert Dukansky of REMAX First Advantage has buyers lined up and can get your home so fast and for more money than you thought possible. Jennifer was relocating to work, needed to sell a Branchburg home quickly. With the help of Rob's team and their top marketing top-tier strategies, the home was sold only 11 days on the market. 11 showings, multiple offers for $510,000, which was $35,000 over the list price. Jennifer could start her next chapter without worrying about an empty home back in Branchburg. Robert Dukansky of REMAX First Advantage has superior marketing to sell your home for the highest price possible. Call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert Dukansky at 855-350-1015. That's 855 855- 3501015 or online at robsellsnj.com or google robsellsnj and start packing. Your fast traffic brought to you by Wendy's. Wendy's homestyle French toast sticks are so good. Some are saying they're better than their mom's French toast. Perfectly crispy on the outside, perfectly fluffy on the inside, perfectly perfect in every way. Try Wendy's homestyle French toast sticks today and see if they're better than your mom's. See what your mom has to say about that. Yeah, talk about my mom. Back in the day, that would cause a fight. Today, it'd be, mommy, talking about my mom. Oh, man, how do we stop the bullying, right? How do we stop the problems in Jersey schools? I say uh, they're talking about putting in metal detectors in Perth Amboy. They're talking about uh, backpack searches, uh, armed guards. How about cameras? Cameras in the hallways, cameras in the classrooms, cameras to the left of me, cameras to the right of me. Everything you do is on tape. And then... Next step, once you get that tape, don't throw it away. Once you get that tape and something goes wrong, you bring that tape into court and you nail that sucker to the wall, right? Whoever did the wrong, whoever, whoever you know, committed the crime does the time. And then you advertise that and you put that out on social media. Pictures of little Johnny sitting in detention in the, in the cell every day. Hey, here's what Johnny did. Now, what are you going to do when you go to school? 1-800-283-101.5. Tom's in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. Is that your river, Tom? 
if only. Yeah, right. <laughs> How you doing? I love your show, man. Thank you so much for taking my call. Yeah, hey, my pleasure. Thanks for making it. What are you thinking? I'm thinking, personally, I think it starts in the house. I mean, I think it's a great idea with the cameras and all that stuff, but I, I mean, I'm a parent. I have children. Um, I love my children to death, but I'm a strict dad. You know, if they're kids, you see it. You see it in public. They have no respect. They have no fear. Right. You know? And they laugh at authority. And it starts out. And, and they, you know, they're, they're given tablets, phones, whatever they want. Nobody mm -hmm. monitors anything. And I think it personally starts in the house. I mean, obviously, whatever you have to do. And a lot of things you see now these days is when you used to get in trouble in school, God forbid you got a phone call home. Oh, my God. Right. You know, it was it was over. It was over. Don't, you know, dad, mom, whatever the case is. Today, you were wrong, no matter what. Yeah, it didn't. You were wrong. Don't do it again. Obviously, you're a culprit or a fraud. What's going on? Plain and simple. Now it's, well, well what did the teacher say? Well, what was, I'm so tired of it. These kids have no respect, and they have no clue of what they're doing. No clue what they're doing, and they get away with it. Well, I think it's BS. Part of the problem is the parents... Uh, don't know how to discipline their children. They're not really good at it. They want to be their children's friend. And, uh, yeah, and, and then that sucks. And, you know, kids are raised differently today. And, you know, it's it's tough because a lot of kids, a lot of parents don't know how to maintain control in the kids. Kids want to, they depend on parents. They want to be disciplined. They want to be taught. It shows that you care. You know, it shows that you're trying to guide them right. So you get obnoxious kids who grow up to be obnoxious men and women. And nobody's really getting helped here. But, you know, here we have the problem Selena called earlier saying, you know, she goes to the parents' home and says, this is what your kid is calling my daughter. And they say, we're not going to do anything about it. So, so they cop an attitude. That's my point. Yeah. And, and so they, they promote it. Obviously, it's like O'Doyle rules. O'Doyle rules. Get the frig out of here. So we got to do. What you got to do is you put the cameras in the classroom, you record the incident, and now screw the parents. We're going to take this, and now you have to use law enforcement to up, you know, to up the game. That somebody, you know, punishments need to be given out and advertised. So now, you know, put, put, put pictures on Facebook, put pictures on social media of what these kids are doing during the punishments. You're sitting in a cell, you're sitting in detention, here's the picture of Johnny in detention. Now all the kids see what can happen when they do it. You know, it's Absolutely. Got, yeah, it's got to be enforced. Tom, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. No, no one knows what to expect. Hey, look, when I was a kid, I got in trouble, I got a beaten. God forbid that should have happened today. Oh, my God, you're the brother. No, I didn't screw up. And I'm not advocating that. But you know what? Something's got to be done. Mike is in Bayville on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Mike. Hey, man. Thanks for taking my call. Great show. Great topic. What are you thinking? Thank you. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm old school Italian Catholic, man. I got a teenager and a 21-year-old. And my foot will go where it has to go. Exactly. Whenever it's got to go there. And they know the only laws in my house are the ones that I make. And I love my kids. I never had to hit my kids, but they always thought I would if I had. You do that because up, you love your kids. 100%. When I was growing up, I was never afraid of my parents, but I had a fear. Just a little bit of a fear that if I crossed that line, I was going to get a shoe thrown at me. 
And I'm telling you this. <laughs> and the shoe could curve around the corners of the house. Like a boomerang. Yeah, the like shoe a- was like Bugs Bunny cartoons where the shoe knew exactly where to go. <laughs> these parents need to get these kids under control. Um, like I said, I have a 21-year-old, and his curfew is 11 o'clock, and that's it. You don't like it? Move out. But you know what? It's not only about that, though, Mike. And I agree with you about the parents. But the parents, a lot of these parents are morons. A lot of these parents don't have the guts to raise their kids. It takes balls to raise a kid. And not every parent has it. They don't automatically get it when the child is born. So now the kid grows up with no direction. And, you know, it's almost a situation like where... Because of the way things are today, we have to almost bypass the parents and just say, we're going to go right to law enforcement. So here we go. We're going to put cameras up in the classrooms, and anything we record, we're going to prosecute and really, really prosecute. Make an example out of somebody. I hope these four that got charged with uh, beating that uh, Adriana Cush and she commits suicide, I hope they throw the book at town, I hope they throw the book at all four of them. And, and not only throw the book at them, it should be done on, on, on freaking national television. They should interrupt the TV to show the punishment, and it should be shown in every high school that this is what happens. Show the video. When you do this, this is what happens to you. Because these kids have no sense of anything that could happen to them, and that's why they do this. And a lot of times the parents don't do, it, don't do anything about it. But no respect for anybody either. No respect. Right. You see these kids today telling cops to go to hell. Man, when I was a kid, there was no way. Yes, sir. No, sir. Things are so much different. But I'm telling you, I 100% believe it starts in the home. No, it does. It does. I love my kids. Um, My son's my best friend. He won't smart off to me because he knows. Okay. He he respects me because of the way he was raised. And... But you can't, you can't take, but you know what? I, I, I agree with you, but again, you can't do anything about that. You know, you can't legislate how people raise their children. All you can do is, the only way you can fight that is to show those who are raising them wrong what can happen when they screw up. And thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Yeah, in a perfect world, that's what you got to do. You can't even hold the parents accountable. Doug's in Ben Salem on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Doug. Hi, thanks for taking my call. What are you taking? Uh, Tom hit it right out the park. He was right on top. It's it's a it's everything starts at the home. Yeah, but what happens when the parents don't comply? Exactly. I'm a retired uh, Philadelphia school high school teacher. Right. And when I retired, I, I'm sorry. When I retired, I started an organization called Wake Up, Rise Up, Live for Peace. Right. And it's an anti-violence uh, movement. Right. Because I've seen a lot of violence in my 30 years of teaching high school in Philadelphia. Right. Uh, we have metal detectors. You name it, they got it. But we keep blaming the weapon, and we're not blaming the mindset. It's a lot of mental illness with these children. They have mental ill, you know, uh, problems. And, I mean, you can't blame the weapon. You can have, uh, let's say... No, no, we're not blaming the weapon at all. And again, if we're going to blame mental illness, then let's get the kid checked. But the only way we're going to find that out, the first thing we do, but crime is a crime, no matter what happened. And when a crime is committed, the crime needs to be prosecuted. No holes barred. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. You really want to stop this. That's how you do it. And then you advertise what was done. You put that out on social media. But how do you feel about cameras in the classrooms? Cameras in the hallways, cameras in the classrooms. 
Cameras at supper time. Okay, I've got a little, I got a little, I got, I got a little bit away from it there. All right, it is seven thirty. Now, the latest New Jersey news from New Jersey Weather brought to you by Optimum. Optimum Business gives you fast, reliable, secure internet with speeds up to one gig and built-in cybersecurity so you can go farther with everything you do. Call 866-218-2913 or visit Optimum.com slash business today. All right. In Perth, Amboy, 11-year-old boy stabbed with a kitchen knife on February 21st uh, after school outside his house. Uh, now uh, there's protesting. People are upset with the school. Uh, the superintendent says school board will be voting to add metal detectors, armed guards, and backpack searches. Now, for me, metal detectors are going to take forever every morning. If you've ever gone to uh, an event where you had to walk through a metal detector, how long it will take how much delay time it will take. Armed guards, I have a problem with that. I always said put cops in the school. We talked about school shootings. Put cops in the school. Armed cops, you shouldn't have a problem. Guards, I'm not so sure about. Backpack searches, never have a problem with that. Never have a problem with that. But how do you feel about the idea of cameras? You have cameras in the hallways, cameras in the classrooms with microphones. Somebody tweeted that to me. I put a Twitter poll up. Uh, very simple. You can follow me at Real Steve Trev asking that very question. How do you feel about putting cameras in the New Jersey school hallways and classrooms? 60 votes. 78.3% say yes. 21.7% say no. And uh, one says they are in, uh, Joseph says they are in hallways of some schools uh, already for security. Having them in classrooms would be a huge issue with the unions and teachers. I don't know why I don't agree with that. If you're in the if you're in the uh, school union, you know the NJSEA. Give me a call. Tell me why that'd be a problem. If you're a teacher, I think you'd want that. That teacher that got the crap kicked out of her by a six foot six student because she took away a, a Game Boy, whatever the hell it was, or Xbox charger. Don't you think they would have wanted a camera on that? I know everybody else was recording it, but we can't depend on kids whipping out their cell phones. When you have actual cameras recording and taking down everything, you have to re- we have to watch them. You just have to record them. And then if you need them, you go back. And again, charge those who commit the crime. Don't let them off easy. No slap on the wrist. No aww. we got to remove aww from the dictionary. I hate that. Brian is in Point Pleasant under Jersey 101.5. Hey, Brian. Hi. I, I was just trying to remark on the... Uh the people saying that it's uh, the the parents and and such, which it, it probably is, but you know what? It's too late, but to, to worry about that. By the time the children get into school, I think we need metal detectors, we need armed guards, we need cameras for the safety of the children and the teachers as well. And uh, uh, there's already armed guards there anyway. There are. Like say, so you have a metal detector. You're coming in. Not every school has an armed guard. Put them to the side and then deal with it later. But I, I think the safety issue is is paramount. Yeah. I mean, you know, Brian, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Not every school has armed guards. I would rather put a cop in every school. Use the school tax to pay for it. You know what we pay for it? We get rid of the assistant superintendent. I don't understand how Central Regional Superintendent was making $193,000 and the assistant was making $186,000. How much money do we need to watch over this friggin' school? Am I missing it? I mean, hell. 
But again, you know what? I think Dennis said this once. They will never, ever go through those jobs and thin the fat and trim the fat because too many people, too many voters' relatives have those jobs. So I'm not going to vote out Uncle Sal. 1-800-283-101.5. Matthew's in Pennsylvania on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Matthew. Hello. How are you this evening? Good. How about you? Oh, great, 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 great. Having a wonderful time. All right. What's the best uh, thing that happened to you today? I have a chance to listen to you guys at this time of the night, so I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to call in and voice myself here. All right. We got to make this count, Matthew. This is a good time for you to call in. What are you thinking? When I go to work every day, right. we deal with pressure, precious metals and all that stuff, and I'm on camera every second of the day. Yeah. Okay? What's wrong with that? These school teachers... They think they own our children. I mean, not for security purposes, but right. for other reasons. I think every school teacher, every school room should have a camera in it, and the parents should be able to tune in at any given time and see what these people are doing to our, our kids. I wouldn't do that. I know, I, know, I know where you're coming from. Like, are they trying to indoctrinate them with political ideas and stuff like that? I don't think it's that. I'm not, I'm not even worried about that. I mean, you know, uh, I know like, during the pandemic uh, when the kids were home, and every now and then I'd open up the door and I'd hear something and I'd say, hey, listen, what they were talking you know, you got any questions? Uh, that's another thing, that if it's recorded, then maybe that's a reason why, you know, some people pushing an agenda would not want cameras recording in the classrooms. But if you had everything in that school, and think about this, you go in a department store, you're recorded, you go in a bank, you're recorded, uh, you go on a street, you're recorded. You watch crime, right? You, are, you watch those crime shows. Let's go pull up the video camera. Well, have one in every school. Have them all over, them, in the hallways, in the classrooms. So that if there's a problem, there's a disciplinary problem, teacher's got a problem with a student, go to the videotape. Like Warner Wolf, remember that? Hey, got a problem, uh, fight starts in the hallway, go to the tape. And really put them where they can see everything. And keep the footage. So that if there is a problem, you've got a place to go. You've got a reference point. Now, I don't understand why, if there's a teacher, there'd be a problem with this. Or if there's a union that would have a problem with this. Because if anything, you're protecting everybody. Because now you're protecting the students. If there's a problem, if a crime is being committed, you've got a tape. You've got evidence. You have to make that tape accessible, too, also. That would be another thing. Student, you know, parents have access to these tapes. through tax. They pay taxes, they have access to the tape. So that if, for instance, there's a situation where a lawsuit is going to be brought or charges are going to be brought, and you go to the school and you say, okay, my son said this, my daughter said that, I want that tape. Oh, I'm sorry, we can't find the tape. Oh, I'm sorry, we hired Rosemary Woods and she erased the tape. Google that if you don't know it. Uh, I'm No, 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 no. Right? Everything is recorded. And then this way, if there are any questions, we have answers. 1-800-283-101.5. And that's the poll I've got up. How do you feel about putting cameras in New Jersey schools, hallways, and classrooms? It would go a long way. I mean, in Perth Amboy, they're talking about armed guards. You know, they're talking about backpack surgeries, which I have no problem with. They're talking about metal detectors. Go 
to school with a metal detector, you're going to have to leave an hour earlier just to get through the metal detector. The lines just to get through the metal detector. Right? And then you got to hire people to work the metal, de- metal detector. 1-800-283-101.5. Vilma, I want to give you more time. Do you know anyone who's being held back from uh, what they want or need to do or had to stop doing things altogether because of pain? Have you heard someone say, don't do that anymore? I can't because of my uh, hip, knee, foot, back, my etc. is hurting me. If pain is holding you back, you can do something about it. You need to go to Trinity Rehab. Does this sound familiar to you? I went to the doctor. They gave me muscle relaxers, pain pills, told me to follow up in a week. Well, Trinity Rehab is unlike any place you've ever tried. No prescription is needed. Same-day appointments, fast results. Trinity Rehab actually fixes the pain instead of masking it. Call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAP therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, and frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three five-minute sessions, and no prescription is needed to get started. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like their newest ones in Woodbridge, Flemington, Toms River, and Wall. So you know there's one near you. For more details, Visit trinity-rehab.com. That's trinity-rehab.com. New Jersey's new. New Jersey 101.5 is hitting the streets. Join Big Joe Henry at the 50th annual Belmar Lake Como St. Patrick's Day Parade this Sunday. Bring the whole family. Join in the fun. Parade starts at 1230 on Main Street in Lake Como. Look for Big Joe Henry and the New Jersey 101.5 Big Yellow Van in the parade. See you on Sunday. Big Yellow Van's marching in the parade, huh? Pretty cool. I'm not doing anything this weekend. I love it. Last weekend was nuts. This weekend, not so much. Next weekend, that'll be busy. Uh, But we're talking about the idea of cameras in uh, classrooms of New Jersey schools. Cameras in the classrooms of New Jersey hallways. Cameras in the hallways of New Jersey schools. What the hell am I saying? Uh, I just think it's a great idea. In Perth Amboy, they're going to vote on whether or not they had metal detectors, armed guards, backpack searches. How do you feel about that? Vilma is on the turnpike on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Vilma. Hi. Good evening. Good evening. Um, yes. Regarding the cameras in the schools, right. they already are in there. The so, cameras, you know, like um, my husband works um, in a small district right. in New Jersey. Right. And they already have cameras in the, you know, in the classroom, in the hallways. Obviously not in the bathroom. They're do, not do allowed. They, no, no, I get that. But do they have them in the hallways and the classrooms? Yes, of course. Of which which schools are we talking about? Um, I prefer not to say. Why? <laughs> Why? Who who wouldn't know? I mean, are they hidden cameras or are they out in the open? If they're hidden cameras, we should know. If they're out in the open, just tell us. There's no preferred not to say. Why not? No. The cameras is not That's that ridiculous. people can look at them. What? It's, uh, only the administrators can look at what happened in the camera. So, and they yeah. will check, obviously, if there's a problem. Obviously, so, if they had to contact the authorities, right. reg- you know, depending on the problem that it is, they do it. I agree. You know, That's what that, I'm saying. That does happen already. No. Well, if it, but, you tell, but you won't tell me where it's happening. No. <laughs> Why not? 
I mean, I don't understand. I, I don't understand. I don't. But, but Vilma, Vilma, no one. I don't understand the reason why you won't tell me what school. Who cares? What what difference does it make? I don't understand. Like, why would the school the school want them to not know? No, it's not that. It's because of my, you know, my husband's job can be in jeopardy. But why would they? Why would your husband's job be in jeopardy? First of all, no one knows who you are. <laughs> Secondly, uh, why you would? Know if that's happening or no? Well, I I did tell you. I it's appreciate that. All right, all right. I just uh, and regarding I, regarding uh, see through um, backpacks. Right. That's already happening. Uh, metal. Well, they want to do backpack no. searches. I know that the metal detectors are actually happening in the Elizabeth. But you don't want to tell me what schools that's happening in either, right? No. Okay. <laughs> we just keep that our little secret. All right, all right. What about what about the armed guards? Are they happening? Uh, they always have security, uh, especially after all shootings that have been happening. They always have to have security. Did oh, they have it? Now, wait a minute. If they, why didn't they have this in uh, in uh, Central Regional High School? You mean the one in in Perth Amboy? Well, the one the one in Perth Amboy obviously has none of this because they're trying to get it. Well, did that happen inside the school or outside? That so, happened. You know, like, that happened. But listen, no, but Vilma, Vilma, that happened outside. But they are asking to do this inside. They want to add metal detectors, armed guards, and backpack searches. So that means they don't have it. Again, the school the school have not only outside. But this school don't have it. That's why they're asking. You think they should get it? Oh, well. <laughs> if they don't have it, I mean, they're, they're really delaying that, in that aspect. I mean, it's, it would be ridiculous if they don't have it. Oh, guess what? We're going to rename Perth Amboy School St. Ridiculous because it's already not happening. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. I love it. Man. People call this place. They think they're working for the CIA. Wait, I can't tell you that. Oh, I don't want to say. I don't remain nameless. Let me call under an anonymous name. It's a radio station. We're all having a conversation. We're not going to come to your house. We don't know where you live. Kathy's in Hamilton on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Kathy. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. Well, I worked in schools for a lot of years mm-hmm. in a few districts, and um, I can tell you Hamilton has cameras in their in their school because I worked there. Do they have them in the hallways and the classrooms? They do, they do have some in the hallways, but they do have them in the classrooms, but they do not have them in the hallways. Oh. And a lot of stuff happens in, not the hallways, stairways, in the staircase. So put them in there. I know. I'm just saying. They no, I mean, but but how are they working out? I think they're fine. I had a child that you know had issues, and he's my uh, foster child. Right. And I was so thankful for the cameras because they would always say, "I say to the principal, play it back. I want to see what happens." Yeah, that's a brilliant. It's brilliant. I don't understand why this is even like a discussion, right? That's what I say. You go to videotape. Yeah, but I do agree with the. Um, you know, the um, metal detectors, because too many things are getting through the school, like knives, um, guns and stuff. But a lot of those shootings happened, if you go back in the history, a lot of the ways people got in, these shooters got into the school is by doors left unattended, right. people leaving opening doors. But it, the schools have come 100% better on that. 
I mean, you have to show ID when you go in. Yeah. You know, you just can't walk in the doors. The doors are locked, you know, most of the time. Unless you get some kid, see somebody walking up and they open the door, which they're not allowed, but they do it. Right. No, I get that. This is this is more about, you know, this is more about how we can better protect. Like in Perth Amboy, a kid was stabbed after school outside his, you know, outside by his house, not even in school. So people protest the school and the school has to react. So they're saying, OK, we're going to vote on Tuesday night. Now, they do vote for metal detectors, armed guards and backpack searches. Now, the backpack search is not going to be a problem. But then again, you got to hire someone to do this, which means you got to spend the money to go out and buy metal detectors then on top of that you've got to hire people to run the metal detectors you know and then you're going to have the people you know the kids walking through three or four times as they try to figure out what's setting the thing off so you got that then when you get to the armed guards well armed guards you know they don't just come and hang out because they like you they have to be paid and they get paid a lot of money and then you get to the backpack searches okay well who's gonna who's who are we paying to do that that's why well, we we don't need assistant superintendents. I'll tell you that at one hundred and eighty six thousand dollars, we definitely I I'll do it for half. I don't even know what what could the assistant do? Get the coffee for the guy for the superintendent? I mean, really? If you are the assistant, well, actually, the there's probably the super's not doing anything, and he dumps it all on the assistant. So the assistant is like like Bob Cratchit, you know? Yes, sir. I'll do it for you. <laughs> God bless us all, everyone. 1-800-283-101.5. When I saw that, when I saw $193,000 for a superintendent at Central Regional and the assistant, who's doing the job of the superintendent now since the first guy quit, gets $186,000, like what could possibly be done that requires that much money? Take a look at your school taxes, kid. You know where they're going? There you go. Put the cameras in the classroom. Be smart. 1-800-283-101.5. On the Twitter poll, we got 97 votes. And uh, so far on the 97 votes, uh, asking the musical question, how do you feel about putting cameras in New Jersey school hallways and classrooms? 77.3% say yes. 22.7% say no. Now, checking out some of the comments. Since they're in hallways already, just add them to the classroom. I don't know if they're in every hallway. And then we've got, I don't mind hallways since most fights tend to happen in hallways. But it starts becoming unnecessary in the classroom as most of the time the teacher already has a lot of authority to send students into detention uh, up to super suspension, depending on the thing they did. Okay, well, what this does is this backs up the teacher. Why did you send little Johnny to suspension? Okay, here we go. We have we have the tape. We have proof. Here's what happens. Uh, Big Red wants microphones with the cameras. I agree. Uh, they're in the hallways of some schools already. Having them in classrooms would be a big issue with unions and teachers. Again, I think the unions and teachers should welcome this. Uh, it fits right with our new America. Don't fix the problem. Film it instead. No, knucklehead. Filming it is fixing the problem. Because now you've got proof, right? The country is built on what? It's a justice system. When you go to court, what do you need? Proof. We are providing the proof. <sighs> I'll break it down, right? Uh, only if parents can tune in, then you can see just what teachers are saying to your kids. Well... I don't know, I'm not worried about that. If you're worried about what the teacher's saying to your kids, ask them what they're saying. And then uh, educate them to what you agree with or disagree with. 
National winner of the 2022 Edward R. Murrow Award for Best Newscast. We are New Jersey 101.5. WKXW Trenton. WKXW H. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and me at 11 o'clock tonight. Talking all things Jersey because that's what we do. Uh, we got South Jersey director Tommy Avalone calling in in about an hour. His, uh, his Barney special is on the Peacock Network and it's going to be in a theater. And we'll talk about that coming up. Smells in New Jersey. Does it smell in New Jersey? Go to NJ1015.com and we've got a whole list of what stinks in New Jersey, as well as some of the greatest Italian deli markets ever. And we get people emailing, you forgot about this one, you forgot about that one. We're putting them in. Don't worry about it. You got one, let me know. And uh, my special meet the balls. We got you covered here. Uh, did you hear the one about the baby seal that tried to cross the road? It actually happened here in New Jersey, uh, in Brick, as a matter of fact. Traffic was stopped on Route 35 on Monday night to allow a gray seal pup to cross the highway. Police came to the scene, and they were careful not to disturb the three-month-old seal pup. They stopped traffic in both directions to give the baby a wide berth to get safely across the road, because they don't know. Um, I used to uh, work at Great Adventure, and I was supervisor of the diving and dolphin shows. And we had Bella the Sea Lion. And Bella the Sea Lion, as much as everybody loved watching her, Bella was a real bitch to deal with. She was a crabby sea lion. She was not a happy, a happy. The dolphins were very, very friendly. Dolphins are way too friendly. Dolphins are very, very affectionate, if you know what I mean. You know how the dogs do to your leg? Well, dolphins try to do that to you. That's a whole other story. But uh, the baby seal, uh, I don't know where the baby seal came from, but the baby seal was trying to cross the road, and police came and they helped it. They issued a silly seal alert on Facebook to try to keep uh, drivers away, motorists, to try to keep drivers away while the seal completed its trek. And it's a beautiful picture of the seal. It's gray. Uh, I don't know. They called Marine Mammal Stranding Center to come and get the seal. And gray seal pups sometimes do the darndest things. They wrote on their Facebook page. Uh once the seal was able to get safely across Route 35, Route 35, I wouldn't cross Route 35, and I'm human and know what I'm doing. Courageous baby seal. Not like baby shark. There's no baby seal song, right? Uh, police work to keep people away while the volunteer kept the pup company until the rescue crew could arrive. And uh, she was placed in a carrier, transported back to MMSC facilities in Brigantine. What I want to know from you is what are some of the crazy animals or some of the animals that you've seen trying to cross the roads of New Jersey, stop traffic trying to cross the roads in New Jersey? Maybe you were in that traffic while whatever animal was either uh, not moving from the road or trying to cross the road in New Jersey. Uh, Has anything like that ever happened to you? 1-800-283-101.5. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. This is my second marriage. On my first wedding day, you think this would have been a sign, but um, Glenn Stewart, B Street Glenn, was my best man, and he's in Jackson going to pick up my tuxedo, and traffic is stopped for about an hour because a camel had gotten out a great adventure and parked itself on the road and refused to move. 
a camel stop traffic. Now, when the animal wants to make the, you know, when the animal wants to cross the road, what are you going to do, right? You have no choice. And it took an hour sitting there. Now, had I taken that as a sign, I could have saved myself a lot of time and money. But that's okay. Another story for another day. But 1-800-283-101.5. What are some of the animals that you've ever seen cross the road, stopping traffic in New Jersey? Did you ever get out and help an animal? trying to cross the road. Do you ever stop traffic when the animals try to cross the road? You know, or have you ever had a situation where you didn't realize the animal was trying to cross the road and you had to swerve to avoid the animal? 1-800-283-101.5. What's your close encounter with an animal trying to cross the road in New Jersey? You know, I, a lot of times now, I can I have a house in Seattle City. Uh, And the house that I have is between the bay and the ocean. So what happens is the turtles will come out of the bay and they'll walk as slowly as turtles do. And I don't, I I can't believe the guts they have to do this, but they'll walk from where they are, you know, the bay, out of the bay, across my backyard, under the house, across the lawn. On to uh, Landis Avenue, across Landis Avenue, which is the busy section that goes back and forth, trying to get onto the beach. And some of them make it, you know, and you see a lot of people, like people walking along the street, you know, stop traffic, pick the turtle up, carry it across the street. 1-800-283-101.5. One animal have you seen crossing the road in New Jersey? And uh, did you try to help it? Did you avoid it? Do you worry about it? Do you drive around it and hope nobody else, you know, nobody else hits him? A lot of times, like, I saw a baby raccoon uh, in the middle of the road coming home from work. And I just went by. I ain't messing with no baby raccoon. But what about you? What, what, what have you seen cross the roads in New Jersey? A baby seal in brick. Now, they don't tell you where the baby seal came from. Like, who's got a baby seal that the baby seal would get away? And it turns out, like, the baby seal is going to be okay. Like, they weren't sure once they got the baby seal if the baby seal was going to be all right. But are you the type of person that gets out of the car and says, I got to help? Aww. Or are you the type of person that says, come on, I ain't got time for this. That would be me. Come on, I got to go someplace, cross the road. Can we build a bridge? It's funny, like, dogs, you know, will just go. Animals just go. They don't know. Humans are the ones that look both ways. But, the you know, like the turtles and the ducks and the geese. How many times are you driving down the road and you just see, like, all these geese that are camped out on one side of the lawn, you know, of like a corporate office, and next thing you know, they decide, we're going across the street. And they go across the street. Frank's in Pensalkin on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Frank. Hey, how you doing, boss? Good, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. I was just <laughs> listening to your animals cross the road. Yeah. Why did the animal cross the road? I don't know, man, but this turtle, my father, my mother screamed. My dad was going to run over the turtle. <laughs> We're in this Pontiac convertible, this big backsided car, right? Right. 
I can see it in my mind. My mother gets my father to pull over. We pick up this turtle, puts it in the trunk of the car. In the trunk? Right. In the trunk. The turtle scratching around. Uh, Next thing you know, it's up in the seat. (laughs) Get out! And my two other sisters are screaming and hollering. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So what happened? He pulled over on a dime. And guess where the turtle went? Where? Back out in the weeds. Yeah, he knew. He said, I'm done with this. Did you feed him or anything? Huh? You didn't get anything to eat. No. Nah. Tell him. Could be turtle soup. That's what it called the New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Baby seal tries to cross the road in New Jersey. Gets rescued from trying to cross the road in New Jersey. What are some of the animals that you have seen trying to cross the roads in New Jersey? Like I said, mostly it's got to be ducks, geese, um, turtles, any kind of sea creatures. But baby seal. I don't know, like, who in brick would have a baby seal? And the baby seal had to get away. And the baby seal had to make it to Route 35, and it did. Now uh, it's it's safe, right? Uh, it's hoping the seal will be healthy enough to be quickly released back into the ocean. And it's turning out it is. So I don't know. Maybe the seal was getting ready for the polar bear plunge. Maybe the seal was looking for Big Joe. You never know. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. Give me an animal that you have seen cross the roads in New Jersey. And have you stopped traffic for the thing to cross the road? Would you stop? Would you drive around it? Hold traffic up? How long did you wait while the animal was in the road? And how nuts did it drive you while you were doing that wait? 1-800-283-101.5. And they got the little pictures here on NJ1015.com of uh, animal control coming out to get the baby seal. That's a cool job. Eric Scott wrote the post. Traffic was stopped in brick on Route 35. And the seal pups have been known to get lost and wander onto the highways. I, I don't know how is, how is a seal pup the close enough to the highway that it could wander on it. But apparently it did. I don't know. When was the last time you saw a seal pup cross the road? But at least everybody was smart enough to whip out the cameras. So that we could, uh, you know, see it and make it happen. Here's New Jersey 101.5 fast traffic. The weather brought to you by the New Jersey Lottery with a 167 Mega Millions jackpot win. The possibilities are endless. You can build the home of your dreams, buy that car you've been eyeing, plus ones for all your friends and family. It's just that many millions, anything can happen in New Jersey. 1-800-283-101.5. Baby seal. Not a baby shark. Baby seal. Crosses the road in Brick, New Jersey. So I'm saying, like, you know, uh, you drive you drive in Jersey. What are some of the things you've seen cross the roads in New Jersey? Jim is in Belmar on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Jim. Hey, how are you, sir? Good. How about you? Good. Good. I'm a fireman in Jersey. We've, as a side note, we run the uh, St. Patrick's Day Parade, so I'm sure we'll see our good friend Big Joe on Sunday. Nice. Nice. All right. 
That's going to be a blast. You go down to South Seaside Park and enter Island Beach State Park, that road's about eight miles long. Right. If you pull in any of the parking lots that are surrounded by the, you know, the bushes, the uh, sand dune grass and all like that, the foxes come out of the bushes up to your car. They're conditioned to people feeding them. Really? Yep. So are they friendly? Certain parking lots you go to, yeah, they'll come right up to your car. They'll stand on your door, and and I see. I stopped there with my grandson Camden and uh, watch people feed them. They come right up to the car. They don't touch them, but they get pretty darn close. Wow. And they're not mean or vicious or anything, yeah. No, they're they're like feeding a dog. That's pretty good. Now, have you ever, uh, you know, have you ever anything uh, stop in front of you? <laughs> Only the two deers I hit in my lifetime. Oh, God. That's the worst, because you don't even see it yeah. coming. And at the last possible second, they appear. Yeah. Heartless. Heartless. Jim, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. I'll throw that in, too. Have you ever been confronted with a deer crossing the road in front of you? Did you hit it? Did you avoid it? You ever see that commercial? The old commercial with the deer? Slapping each other five on the side of the road after the car swerves out. I think it was an insurance commercial. But baby seal, you know, it's it's an innocence because the seal doesn't know what it's doing as it's risking its life trying to get across the street. 1-800-283-101.5. Baby seal tries to cross the road. And ducks, geese, uh, what's some of the other things? Possum, raccoon, those, those things you don't worry about. You know, when you see a deer, then you start worrying about it. Of course, dogs. But what are some of the things that you have seen try to cross the roads in New Jersey? Have you ever had a situation where you tried to help somebody? Where you like, got out of the car, pulled the car over, stopped traffic, right? You're going to save the animal's life. The turtle crossing over from the bay to the ocean, that migration that happens in the summertime at the Jersey Shore. And not all of them make it. Have you ever tried to help one? Do you know someone that always stops to pull over, you know, for everything? 1-800-283-101.5. And again, I don't understand. Like, I don't know where the baby seal would come from. But it did. And here we are. The baby seal that tried to cross the road in brick. I'm trying to think. Because, like, this is the kind of stuff that traffic reporters go crazy over. Like, when animals get stuck in the road, then they get to have a little personality in the report. And it's not so straightforward and boring. You get to talk about the, you know, whatever it is. We had the chicken waste last week that was all over Route 55. I remember uh, doing traffic when chickens got out all over the highway. And people were swerving like crazy. Mattress fell off a truck. But the thing with the animals, you know, they're going. Whether you like it or not. And you see, like, you see that the, the geese in single file. I come down West Windsor, um, Twin Rivers Road, and they're going one by one. And uh, you're going to be waiting for a while. Have you ever had that happen? 
Um, there have been a couple times where uh, there have been animals that have crossed the road. Um, not geese specifically, but uh, I grew up near a few farms. Yeah. And so every now and then, you know, animals that like to be near farms would find their way there. Um, and so, uh, you know, every now and then there's like, like you said, a few chickens that'll be like literally crossing the road. I've seen chickens. Yeah. And yeah, like the the guy down the side, uh, the down the block from my house was raising him for a while. Vicky, you're on New Jersey 101.5. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? All right. What have you seen, Vicky? I oh, you know my name. Everybody knows your name, Vicky. You're Vicky. Okay, I'm very famous. I saw some turkeys down in South Wild Turkeys trying to cross. Uh, Two-lane highway. I'm, I'm trying to remember where I was in South Jersey. Right. Um, but, uh, so they were trying to get across the road. And then one time uh, when I lived in Texas, uh, chickens were trying to cross the road, but they wouldn't go. So I had to get out of my car and chase them off the road. Oh, that drives you nuts, right? You're like, come on, I'm going to let you go. Go. Don't make me get out of the car. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, they took a lot of coaxing, but I was able to get on my merry way. All right. Why, why did the chicken cross the road? Because he wanted to be taken out by Vicky. <laughs> there you go. I like that. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. What have you ever seen? You know? Uh, and again, like the animals could care less. They have, they have no fear. We have the fear. We're the ones that worry about it. They have an innocence about them. And God forbid you hit one, then you feel miserable. Especially when it comes to like, you know, the deer. That's like you, you don't see them till the last second. But again, I have no idea. Like, where would a baby seal come from? See the baby seal cross the road? Yeah, isn't that nuts? I mean, where did it come from? Do we know? Um, from the article I believe we saw yesterday, it it, it crossed from um, like a nearby uh, coast. There's a nearby coast in brick with a seal in it? Oh, is that what it was? Oh, okay. Well, I have to check the sources. I thought it was a nearby, um, maybe I'm thinking of something else. So I'm, I can't I'm totally think of wrong. any place a seal would come from. But just kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, but the Marine Mammal Stranding Center was right on it. They're like, yeah, oh, yeah. We'll come scoop up the seal. Put him back in the ocean, no yeah. problem. Uh, have you ever had anything uh, across the road that uh, surprised you? You know, my father famously tells a story when he was driving the family through the upper peninsula of Michigan, like right. 45 miles south of Canada. We're driving in the middle of the night. Everyone's asleep. And he has to stop the van because there's two bears in the road that Get are going to budge. So my dad's like, lightly, beep, beep, beep. You know? <laughs> if it's not too much trouble, could you move? Hi, but, Mr. Bear. <laughs> and we slept through it. He says about 15 minutes later, they went on their way. But, you know, he was slightly terrified. Yeah. Well, you're in the van. You, you throw a piece of meat someplace, you know. <laughs> yeah. Throw the garbage over to the other side. Well, I always think of the, the movie The Great Outdoors where John Candy's throwing candy bars. There the you bear. go. <laughs> Gummy bears. Give me something that you have seen cross the road when you're driving. Do you get out of the cars to help the animals, or do you uh, drive around them, or do you curse the fact that they're there in the first place? Baby seal. Somehow a baby seal ended up in Bricktown and decided to cross Route 35 of all roads. All right, Vince, hang out. It's 830. Now, the latest New Jersey news from NJ1015.com. One person is in custody. but 
New Jersey weather brought to you by Wendy's. Wendy's homestyle French toast sticks are so good. Some are saying they're better than their mom's French toast. Perfectly crispy on the outside, perfectly fluffy on the inside, perfectly perfect in every way. Try Wendy's homestyle French toast sticks today. See if they're better than your mom's. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelyse. A baby seal tried to cross the road in brick on Monday, and they got it and got it back into the ocean. So I want to know, like, what are some of the animals that you've seen cross the road and hold up traffic in the great state of? Vince is in New Egypt. Hi, Vince. What's up, Steve? How we doing, buddy? Doing good. How about you? Good, man. Good. You know, best I can out here in Jersey. Yeah, really. So what did you see? Uh, probably about maybe two and a half, three years ago, I was driving home. I used to live in Jackson. Right. And, uh, I was coming through the back roads and all of a sudden there's a, like, it's like right out of the Chronicles of Narnia or something. There's like, I'm driving and there's a white mini horse. What? And, uh, just like galloping in the same lane that I'm driving in. Get out. Right towards, right towards my car. And I'm like, what? You know, what, yeah, don't say that. <laughs> I got it. And, and I get sure it. enough, sure enough, behind him there's another like a like a black horse. Two and, mini uh, horses. Two mini horses off a back road going towards like uh, uh, Jackson area. You know, I think I know that road between five thirty seven and five thirty nine. Yeah, like going past the the Home Depot in Howell. There's some back roads there. Yeah, area. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh huh. Um, and um, you know, soon and then, sure enough, there's a um, there's the Wrangler, the, the horse lady behind them chasing. And luckily, you know, like like three cars stop in the middle of the road, and even me, and we get out and just try to help uh help the lady get her horses and make sure nobody you know comes did, out of nowhere. Did you get him? They, yeah, the horses were safe, and they you know returned to the lady. But and and uh, recently, I mean, we talked, and I told you. A deer hopped in front of my car in 195 and just totaled it out of nowhere. I know, I know. That that, that, um, that drives you nuts. Yeah, man, it's it's always something. But yeah, yeah man, it was nice to see uh, horses like that. I've never seen anything like it in my life. It was really majestic. The, too many horses, a white one and a black one? The white one came first out of nowhere. It was like out of a storybook. Coming and the right black towards one my behind. I mean, yeah, I'm lucky I wasn't, you know, speeding or anything. I would have ran right into a horse. Yeah, and no one would have believed you about that. And you were able, luckily you were able to get them. I'm sorry about your car. I I, I ran over, uh, I totaled a Toyota pickup truck uh, coming back from a comedy show down in Cherry Hill. And I was like uh, half asleep at the wheel and didn't realize. And then I went, after it happened, the guy's like, okay, you hit it, I killed it. You all right? And I'm like, huh, where am I? What's going on? 272,000 miles. I love that. I love that truck. KD's on the turnpike on New Jersey 101.5. KD. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am well, thank you. Tell me your story. Here's my story. Um, I was working at a little school right. uh, in Hope, New Jersey, and it was on the grounds of like a summer camp. So it was kind of in the woods. So I was driving uh, away from the school through the woods. And there's this, um, like a big pile of dirt or mud in the middle of the road, I thought. And I was like, what is this? This is very weird. Right. Uh, so I got out of the car, so took a look at it. And it was a giant snapping turtle in the middle of the road. Uh-huh. And then I thought, like you said, I thought, I'm going to be a hero. I'm going to save the day. Uh-huh. animal out of this road and tried to approach it. 
oh my gosh, it like hissed at me, and I said, nope. The turtle had completely oh, other ideas about that. Yeah. I got back in the car and I left it to his friend of <laughs> So what happened? Then? The animal control came out or you just sped away? I I drove carefully away. It was, uh, it was like it was not a busy road, so I think I think probably the turtle just turtled on. Uh, he just turtled on, annoying everyone in his path, snapping at those who tried to help him. That's right. That's right. But um, you know, the turtles are wise. They're old. Yeah, they, they, they know what, they survived 200 years, truly they can figure out how to get across the road, yeah, the hell with them. Exactly. You tried to be nice, you tried to help the turtle, turtle's going to be like that, he's on his own, forget it. Yep, yep. All right, kiddo, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. There's a great app in Costello bit, if you got a, you got a YouTube app in Costello, when he's getting the snappy, the turtle soup, snapper, snapper soup, and every time he tries to, you know, take the soup, the soup snaps at him and spits on him and stuff, it's funny. Gary is in Colts Neck on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Gary. Steve. What's going on? Good. The lady that just kind of told the same story. I'm in Colts Neck, right? We have these big homes. There's a big road. Uh, On Montrose Road is a big, big, big pond. This is like 10 years ago. All of a sudden, it's early in the morning. Me, like a good guy. I'm a landscaper. You know, I I, I like not killing things. Also, I see this big turtle crossing the street uh, and I got out and sure enough, I didn't realize it's a snapping turtle. The thing turned and hissed at me. And I said, you know, the hell with you. Yeah. I was trying to, you know, and I got, I got really upset because I wasn't expecting the thing to hiss at me like that. No. At me, you know, but I was doing the right thing, you know? Exactly. The turtle didn't understand so, that. Didn't understand. And, um, you know, yesterday real quick, you know what happened to me? I was driving. Right. And it was a Democrat in the road, and I I wanted to run him over. I'm just joking, but I'm a a A jackass, a donkey in the road. That's what that was, right? Okay. Right. I think you'd, you'd get a good laugh out of that. I like that. I like that. Story. The only problem is Biden salted, salted the road, and you would have been taxed to hell if you had ran over that road. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. So, but See, I enjoy your show, man. Thank you so much. Oh, I appreciate it. See the New Jersey Shore meal, right? Whatever washes up on the beach over pasta. We call it the Murphy Special. Murphy, and you know what? They're getting him ready. He's he's parted his hair, but I want to know one thing. What's that? How come he can't fix his teeth with all his money? Oh, stop that. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Rob is in West Orange. What's up, my friend? From the streets of Union. There he is. You know I am here. There he is. What are you, what are you, what are you walking along the road? What's going on with you on traffic? All right. So I saw a snapping turtle. Right. right? So that's four snapping turtles in a row. Yeah, really? <laughs> Now we got. We're going to uh, make it the official know, bird of New Jersey. Yeah. We got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Come on, man. All right. Turtles? Really? No. How about Teenage Jersey Ninja Turtles? What? What do you want? What's the problem? I can't make it. Can't make it up. Yeah. No, I had. I swear to God. I'm, I, so I, I live in, you know, I live in West Orange. Right. We don't have, like, big bucks. I had a six-point buck. Right. I'm getting out of work. A six-point buck? Yeah, right in front of me. He must have fallen off the truck. I don't know where the hell he came from, but he's walking down the street. I'm not making this, I swear. I believe you. And I I was going to beat my horn. I'm like, he's going to destroy every car on the spot. So I reversed my car, and I dipped off. Uh Uh-huh. 
leaving him in the background, in the rearview mirror. Do not. No, I believe it. I left. I was scared as hell. This this thing was like two thousand twenty five hundred pounds. Wow! Wow! Yeah, because that's, that, that's six points. Those are huge. Down here, yeah. You're lucky. You didn't I mean, we have a lot of woods in West Orange, but I live in the valley, mm-hmm. and you don't see those down here. No, you're lucky. You're lucky white you didn't hit it. The white tail guys, but holy crap, that guy would have. Did you take a picture? I a picture. I was scared as. <laughs> no, I just got the hell out of there. Picture of a wood, and yeah. then you know what? I saw a lot of other animals, but I was at the zoo. You know, I went right. to the. Yeah, that's good. That's good, Rob. Thanks for calling to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Baby Seal tries to cross the road in New Jersey. What are some of the things you have seen? Animals trying to cross the roads in New Jersey while you're driving. Did you help them? Did they make it? No one knows Jersey Road. 101.5. Baby Seal tries to cross the road in New Jersey. Uh, coming up after the news, we're going to talk about a dinosaur named Barney and a movie about him. We're talking about kids' cartoons, the ones we grew up with, the ones your kids grew up with, the difference between the two. But tell me about the the, the, the animals that have crossed the roads in New Jersey while you were driving, that you have encountered. 1-800-283-101.5. I'm Steve Trevelisse. Let me introduce you to Barry and Howell on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Barry. Hey, how you doing? How's it going there? It's going good. How about you? Good, good. I'm doing great, doing great. The story's really funny because... I'm coming home from work one night, right. really dark, you know, and I'm driving my Super 1986. You know, open up a little bit, have a little fun, and all of a sudden, this deer out of nowhere, big freaking deer, right. just came running towards my car. Oh, man. The only way from if I could, I kind of veered toward the trees on the left, you know, and, mm-hmm. could, and then just slowed down as much as I can, as fast as I can. He hit me anyway. He came right into my right fender, bounced like a bull. And then just laid there. Oh, what'd you do? Cops told, told how the police come down. They came down. He was still laying out there. And, he, you know, we could report and everything about what happened and this and that. And then the next thing you know, the deer jumps up, looks at us, and takes off on us. You mad? That made you feel Changed good. Thing. Yeah, that made you oh, yeah. feel. You know what? You probably shocked them. And then once he gained his composure, he split. Luckily, before the cops got there to shoot him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, that, you know, you know what? The cop was there. Yeah. Uh-huh. He was writing a report up at that point in time. And then he just figured, uh, all right, I'm done with you guys. He went in the woods and started laughing at you. <laughs> yeah. uh, you ever see that commercial when the deer yeah. high-fiving each other in the woods after the guy runs off the road? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, would have been like that. That's wild. That is a wild story. That was story. unbelievable. And thank God it was just my fender. Yeah. Else. So you were able to, how much did it cost you to fix the car? Uh, my buddy and I took, got a fender, boom, painted it, and replaced it. Done. I feel like this. He does his own work, right? It would have cost me and my insurance company lots and lots of money. I one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. The The most frustrating thing. You're driving down the road, and you don't see them, and the deer don't care. And what's funny, like, when you're driving down, like, Atlantic City Expressway, and they're just on the side of the road looking at you, and I may go, I may not go. I may go, I may not go. And you have to sit there and slow down and worry about them. I, I did that for a while, and now I'm like, I don't care. Go at your own risk. And usually they don't go. Sometimes, like, they are so right on the edge of the road. 
and they just don't come into the street. They'll just sit there ignoring, you know, looking at you, watching you go by. And yet you still worry because you know that at any given time it could happen. Have you ever had a situation where, you know, the deer just come right out and it's too late and, you know, you're going to hit it? And if you do hit it, don't try to avoid it. Just go. Because uh, there's nothing, at that point, even if you try to avoid it, there's nothing you can do. And you're going to end up with damage on your car and you could get hurt. 1-800-283-101.5. And it's funny how, you know, different animals run in front of the car. We feel about them differently. You know, there's some animals we run over we wouldn't care less about. And there are other animals we do we'd lose our minds over. Life is life, right? But then again, if you ran over a cockroach, you wouldn't wouldn't feel too bad about it either. 1-800-283-101.5. But a baby seal in brick on Monday just tries to cross the road. And everybody stops to check out the baby seal. And uh, animal control was able to come out, fetch the seal, get it to safety, put it back in the ocean. Turns out everything worked out all right. You know, it turns out the seal was okay and made it. Because they were worried that the seal wouldn't be able to adapt. You know, that now that it had been in the street or touched by human hands or whatever, they couldn't, you know, it wouldn't be able to make it. But it turns out that they did, you know, and they got the seal back into the ocean. But, like, what are some of the things you know, that you have encountered on Jersey roads. You know, bears hanging out on the road. You're not going to move the bear. Deer, you worry about. And like I said, the Jersey deer are aggressive. You know, they'll they'll look you up and down. They're not afraid. They're not going to run away. You know, that's a different story. Jersey deer got attitude. Most Jersey animals, it's almost like they know where they're from. They're not meek. They're not going to run. They're going to look you head on. They'll give you the hoof. They'll give you the hoof is what they give you. The middle hoof. That's the deer's version of the bird. 1-800-283-101.5. Frank's in Old Bridge. Hey, Frank. Hey, how you doing? All right. What did you see? I've seen a, a bunch of chickens crossing the road at 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh, uh, no. You didn't hit them, did you? Oh, no. No. Nope. Just see a whole bunch of chickens crossing the road. Wow, how about that? I had, to, I had to stop and watch them get to the other side. Are you making that up, or did you really see this? I actually seen it, but that the joke was pretty funny. Well, the joke was good. I did, I did like the joke. You know, I, I like when people bring a little humor to the show. You know, Why did the chicken cross the road? All right. All right, Ryan, am I going to get him or not? Because I got a minute here. Can you, no? Yes? All right. All right, here's what we got going on. Uh, oh, hold on. Let's get Frank in Staten Island. Frankie, what's going on? Hey, Steve. How are you? All right. What did you see? I got like a minute. Uh, I was watching, I was reading AAA magazine. Right. And according to the magazine, the only animal you're supposed to avoid is a horse. More people die avoiding hitting an animal, dog, cat, deer, than anything else. The reason you're supposed to try to avoid a horse is because when you hit a horse, you take its legs out, the body's so heavy, it decapitates the driver and the other person in the front seat. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you do more damage to yourself, and then you got to decide, you know, uh, who, who, do I, who do I want to save? 
Well, that's a good point, Frankie. Thanks for calling. 1-800-283-101.5. I love you. You hate me. Coming to the theaters. And we got the director, Tommy Avalone, coming on in just a little bit. Think about your favorite kid shows growing up. Your favorite cartoons growing up. Don't go anywhere. I still got family passes to uh, Disney on Ice we got to get rid of. Maybe we'll do a little Jersey's opening lines later while they last. Jominski and Doyle are now available on demand. Shut up. I swear to God. That's ridiculous. Weekday afternoons, Dominski and Doyle are on New Jersey 101.5. But now you can listen to them anytime and anywhere on demand. Is it a big deal? Is it fun? Or is it just like silliness? Subscribe to the Dominski and Doyle show wherever you get podcasts. Or go to our free app and click the on demand button to hear the show. Hey, Doyle, get on that radio. Dominski and Doyle, now available on demand from New Jersey 101.5. XW Trenton, WKXW HD. I get you through the night, Steve Trevelis. 1 800 283 101.5. Hanging with you till 11 o'clock tonight. Okay, we've got some uh, leftover passes here from last night. Four-pack of tickets. See, Disney on Ice presents Find Your Hero at the Cure Insurance Arena on March 16th. Disney on Ice presents Find Your Hero, an adventure filled with tales of heroism from your favorite Disney shows. You get tangled with Rapunzel as she dares to explore the world outside of her own and be there as Belle boldly tames the fearsome beast. Discover that courage, determination, and heart are all part of the the hero in you. Tickets are on sale through Ticketmaster.com. You can win them. We're going to do a special edition of Jersey's Opening Lines, which will come up at uh, 10 o'clock tonight. And we'll talk about the smells of New Jersey. I wrote a whole post about that, what stinks in New Jersey. But um, what I want to talk about now, you know, uh, Mike Lupik is a writer for the Daily News and an author, and I've had him on. I've talked to him a couple of times, and uh, he is uh, he used to do a, a radio show, a sports talk show on WFAN. And I remember listening to it. I was a big fan. And he used to always talk about Barney and how much he hates Barney. And he used to say, Barney must die. He had kids. Barney must die. And then I had my own kids. And they got to that age, one, two years old. And you wake up in the morning and you put on the cartoons. And uh, it'd be Barney. Right? It'd be I love you, you love me, right? And uh, apparently, for some reason, this dinosaur, this purple dinosaur, which has nothing but love for us, for some reason, we all hate him. And it's a documentary that uh, aired on the Peacock Channel. And it's got Steve Burns, right, Blue's Clue guy, Bill Nye, the science guy, Bob West, the voice of Barney. Uh, and it's directed by uh, my friend Tommy Avalone. And it's called I Love You, You Hate Me. And it's going to be in Atlantic Highlands this weekend at uh, Kevin Smith's Smod Castle Cinema. It's going to be a Q&A. But, uh, see, I know people. I know Tommy. So I, I can do the Q&A right now. How you been, my friend? Hey, man. It's so great to hear your voice. Dude, it's the last time I saw you, right? You were working at WIP. Your whole office was nothing but cool movie posters. And uh, we had Gilbert Gottfried come into the Broadway down in Pittman, New Jersey. Right. Yes. Man. I remember we didn't, didn't we? Cause you, didn't you and me film something on like the, the Ben Franklin Bridge at one point, too? Yeah, that was the uh, that was me walking around in a dress because I lost a bet with the yeah. Eagles. And uh, we don't have to talk about that. Now. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was better. It was either that or wear the purple dinosaur suit and walk around the city. So we're gonna do. So yeah. how did you get how, now? Now explain this because you know what? There's there's a lot of conversation here. First of all, I, you know, this is great that you got to direct this. How did this all come about? Yeah, it was my idea. You know, I uh, I saw this old uh, news broadcast from 1993 on YouTube. It was uh, a Barney bashing event at the University of Nebraska. Wow. These kids in uh, 93 were beating up Barney. You know, they were throwing darts at his face, ripping him apart, beating him up with bats. Uh-huh. And at the end, the newscaster was like, well, that's the future of our country right there. And I was like, oh, my God, we're we're in that future right now. You know, there is this big uprise of hate. I wonder if you could tell the story of love and hate but told through the story of Barney the Dinosaur. Uh, we teamed with Scout Productions who do Queer Eye, and we sold it to Peacock, and we just did it. So now, let take me through it. So basically, the question is, Here's this dinosaur who's nothing about I love you. And, you know, I got kids. I've seen Barney. And, you know, he could be a little over the top. But, you know, for kids, kids love him. Adults maybe. Uh, you know, why Why the backlash? Why the Barney backlash more so than anybody else? Yeah, it just, it just hit a certain chord with adults, you know. Um, it, you know, we, 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 we explore, like, why do we hate the things we hate? You know, we talk to the the father who... Uh, created the I Hate Barney Secret Society, you know? Uh, And he's talking about how these kids are addicted to Barney and we need to start a 12-step program. (laughs) Uh, Dysfunctional family and all that sort of stuff. And as you start talking to him and learn from him, you realize he's an alcoholic and he, he got divorced from his family. So he was putting all these things that he didn't like about himself uh, projected onto this purple dinosaur. And that's really what we do when we hate anything. The hate, hate's not real. It's all about, you know, what we project ourselves onto these things. And so by showing how you can hate something that could be as simple or as silly as Barney, you can see where big hate kind of comes from. We even interviewed a former neo-Nazi in this, you know? Really? Well, yeah, yeah. It gets intense. <laughs> I, well, you know what? While you're saying this, I'm thinking, is it because... You know, uh, Barney is so harmless, big, purple, lovable dinosaur, that there's so little in this world today that we can hate without having a backlash, that maybe he's the only thing that we can hate, so therefore everybody takes all the hate they have for everything else and puts it on the one thing they can hate, Barney the Dinosaur. Right, but you're putting like 2023 ideas into a 1993 uh, uh, project, you know, like a good point. You know, there wasn't there wasn't any sort of backlash. There was back then. I mean, actually, this is the beginning of it all because this is when the internet was really starting, right? You know, and people collectively found a way to like join on hate. You know, I mean, there was the first time the word jihad was ever used on the internet was the jihad destroyed Barney. You know, yeah, uh, yeah, and and also like. Here's this character that's like talking about love. I love you. You love me. We're a happy family. Well, if you've never been loved, you know, you, you reject that idea, you know. So it really just hits these certain chords in ourselves. And it's like, oh, well, that's, it, just, it, just, it just hits these things. It hits our insecurities. It hits all these things. And at the end, it's just a purple dinosaur, but it hits real big topics about love and why we, you know, maybe we've never been loved, you know. 
Yeah, I'm talking with Tommy Avalone, the director for I Love You, You Hate Me, two-part documentary. Uh, it was on Peacock. It's going to be at Kevin Smith's uh, Smodcastle Cinemas in Atlantic Highlands uh, this weekend. Now, uh, first of all, did you get to meet Kevin Smith? Like, how cool is this? You're playing his theaters. Yeah, you know, I've known Kevin for a little bit now. You know, he put out one of my movies before, and when my Santa Claus movie uh, premiered, uh, he came to the screening in Los Angeles, and we went to his house afterwards and did his podcast. He's so, such a cool like, guy. I, He's been on. He oh is an amazingly cool guy. Yeah, I love Kevin. He's such a, you know, such a, he's always been very supportive of, of me. And, you know, I've always kind of just in some ways wanted to be like Kevin Smith. But yeah, I mean, like to play his, that's the thing. It's like, so this documentary came out in October, but it never had a theatrical screening. Like we never got to see this movie in front of an audience, you know? So, oh, this will be the first time. The first and only time. It's 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 this Friday, uh-huh. March third, eight o'clock p.m. Both episodes back to back. I'll be there for q and A, and it's the first. It's 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 my sort of sweet release, you know. In that, uh, you put this thing in this world. You 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 put like a year's worth of work into it, um, more actually, and it goes online, and you hear the nice reviews, but you don't you don't hear the audience. Like you know, you're comedian. Yeah. You know? No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like telling jokes in the pandemic. <laughs> It's like doing zooms. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like this is like it's like a cathartic for me to like you know have an audience finally to hear you know the movie play. You know, you're such a cool guy, such a great director. I wish nothing but the best for you. How do you feel now about all that's going on with movie making in New Jersey, where more and more tax breaks and availability is happening? Great, you know, uh, my friend Greg. He he runs uh, Weekly World News, and they have a studio now in Violence. You know, uh, I mean, obviously, I assume you're talking about Netflix and stuff like that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's good stuff. You know, I mean, I, I'm back in the area. I, uh, I was one of those pandemic move back sort of people. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, the, the thing is you can make these, these movies anywhere, you know? Right. Uh, but it's, it's, it's fun to have, I guess, a big playground now in New Jersey. Well, it's a hell of a lot better than filming me in a dress on the Ben Franklin bridge in Camden. So I don't know. I mean, how long ago was that? And I still remember it. You know, I'm still <laughs> Godfrey, unfortunately, but like, you know, I'm trying to forget it. All right. So this is going to be Friday night at Smod Castle Cinemas, 82 First Avenue, Atlantic Highlands. Uh, it's at 8 p.m. Both uh, part one, part two. I love you. You hate me. Tickets are available there. It's only $10. Tommy Avalone. All right. So in the end, like what? what What's the message? What's uh, how did it come out in the end? Like, what's the Barney message? I mean, I think we should all just sort of be kind to each other. You know, I mean, it's great. Like, we have a lot of perfect, uh, great cameos in this. Like, yes, we're talking about Barney, but we got to talk to uh, Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah, Steve Burns from Blues Clues, and you know, Steve Burns from Blues Clues. He he steals the show. I mean, yeah. his he wraps the movie up, and the way he does it, uh, it really makes everyone tear up. You know, because it, it makes you think about, like, you know, what that role – like, look, I was too old for Barney, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so I don't have sort of connection to Barney, but, like, I loved Cookie Monster. I loved Scrooge McDuck. You know, and these first friends, these first, like, characters that you fall in love with mean a lot to you, you know? Sure. To remind us all about that sort of first love with a kid's show character, it's pretty powerful, you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Our documentary is funny, but like we hope to, you know, kind of sneak in a little bit of uh, good.
good message from time to time, you know? Too bad you can't get into it too, right? That would be fun. Get Aladdin in there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's, yeah. that's for part three. Hey, Tommy, keep well, in touch, I man. Anymore. <laughs> Great having you on, pal. I take it easy. Thank you. You got it. Tommy Avalone. I love you. You hate me. We're talking Barney. We're going to be talking kid shows coming up. Here's Fast Traffic. 101.5. Steve Trevelyse. 1-800-283-101.5. Tommy Avalone, director. I love you. You hate me. Just done. Uh, is going to be at the Snodcastle Theater. Kevin Smith's Theater in Atlantic Highlands. Tomorrow night. 8 o'clock. Show in part one and two, and having a, an open discussion on Barney. I was always a Fred fan myself, well, more like a Betty or Wilma. But yeah. that's a that's Flintstones. Yeah, yeah. you know that, right? Okay, uh, Ryan's in here. Now, you grew up with Barney. Yes, yes, that was like the the he was like a late nineties, early two thousands icon. Icon. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, I remember Lupica, Barney must die. I mean, then, <laughs> I never saw a backlash for any cartoon character the way I did for Barney. And I never realized that it was so bad that we could explore it in a two-part <laughs> documentary. I never even realized there was backlash oh, for God, Barney. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, people hated Barney. And uh, I, I don't know. I mean, now, when you, how did you feel about Barney growing up? I, uh... I was kind of creeped out by him. I was always afraid of animatronics uh, or things that looked like animatronics. Okay. Um, I mean, well, Barney like even, was a puppet, right? He wasn't. A, no, he was a, a person in a costume. Oh, but like well, he, right, he had yeah, the yeah. mouth that would just like open and shut while he talked. And I don't know. It just, it just yeah, rubbed me the wrong way. Okay. Yeah. How about this? All right. I want to know. Give me a favorite cartoon character. Give me the cartoon character that you couldn't stand. Give me a cartoon character that when it came on, you just winced. You didn't want to watch. Have you got any of those? Oh, my any, gosh. Or maybe like ones, there were ones that scared you. I'll tell you, the, the, um, the Mr. Magoo doing Scrooge scared the hell out of me. Yeah? Gave me nightmares. The uh, Christmas Carol on Broadway. Oh, my God. When when he's on the tombstone, you know, and spirit, yeah. don't leave me. Don't leave me. And he turns around. And he sees the headstone's got his name on it. Mm -hmm. And you're like, you know, you're a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 still stays with me. Well, actually, it's funny you mention a Christmas Carol. That's the same thing for me. It was Christmas the Carol? Muppets a Christmas Carol. Really? The, the Marley the they uh, the character of Marley is uh, split between the two, like the two guys that like to crack jokes, the right. two old men. Okay. So then Marley and Marley. Bert and Ernie. No, 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 no. Oh. That's that's uh, Sesame Street. Oh, okay. I forget their names. They're the two old guys who will. Like, oh, the Muppets. So well, the, yeah, Muppets the Muppets are Sesame Street, aren't they? I think Sesame Street is Muppets, but the Muppets aren't Sesame Street. Ah, okay. <laughs> I don't Hold know. On, it's something to... like that. Um, and so, uh, what is it? Uh, bless you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Sometimes uh, it happens. Yeah. Um, what was it? Sorry, lost track of thought there. Right, um, give me your the, favorite uh, cartoon show, or give me a cartoon. Give me a cartoon that you hated, or a kid show that you hated growing up. Can you think of any yeah, that I hated? Um, no, but you didn't yeah. want to watch, but I hated, I, I, there was none that I hated because I couldn't watch TV during the week. So when you I, weren't allowed, no. So whenever I'd be the weekend, I'd watch, you know, whatever was on. Were you like Saturday morning geek? 
Uh, yes, huge on Saturday mornings, but we didn't have access to like the normal kids channels that we would that no. were had. Yeah, my parents had them locked up. Cartoon yeah. Network, none of that. Get out! No, so we'd watch Boomerang. So we'd watch the oh, the, all the old stuff. Yeah, all of the old Saturday morning cartoons. Like, my you know, stuff. Pink, pink, yeah, think well for me it was you know, yeah. the old stuff. For you, it was for me it was normal stuff. stuff for, you was, oh, yeah. for me it was normal stuff like the Flintstones. See, yeah. like he's talking Barney. I was more of a Fred. Fred, like you, Flintstone. Uh oh. Okay. Ah, uh, did you ever see the the movie with that? No, I couldn't. That's with John Goodman. Yeah, ridiculous. Thing. The no. dinosaurs. Steve look really Baldwin is as uh, Barney Rubble. I couldn't see that. Yeah, uh, Barney but, should have been in there. Like that. Yeah, dinosaur. right. That would have been a good. Uh, the channel. dinosaur would have played Barney better than Steve Baldwin <laughs> played Barney. But one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. All right, here's what we're gonna do. I got these tickets. Uh, I got these tickets. Let's see if we can get them away. Uh, four pack of tickets. See Disney on Ice presents Find Your Hero at the Cure Insurance Arena on March 16th. Disney on Ice. You get tangled with Rapunzel as she dares to explore the world outside her own. You be there as Belle boldly tames the fearsome beast. Discover the courage, determination, and heart that are all part of the hero in you. You take the kids. You got to take the kids out anyway. You got fork passes here. Take the kids out. Tickets are on sale now through Ticketmaster.com. And all you got to do to win these tickets, call up, give me a, give me a favorite cartoon. But here's what I want you to do. If you can sing the intro to your favorite cartoon, I will give you a four-pack of tickets. Okay? Call up, sing me your, the, the theme song from your favorite cartoon. And while they last, I will give you the tickets. 1-800-283-101.5. Go back as far as you want. I don't care. Right? You want to take your grandkids to these tickets to, 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 to see Disney on ice? Got to start singing. Tune up your voice. You got a cartoon song? I got a four-pack of tickets to Disney on ice. Presenting Find Your Hero. 1-800-283-101.5. You want to talk about the Barney Backlash? You know, it's pretty good. Like, you know, Tommy, it was a pretty interesting discussion about why people despised Barney so much. I mean, I think, like, the only thing missing was, like, Steve Dahl blowing Barney up at Comiskey Park. <laughs> yeah, there was a big hate Barney backlash, for sure. Yeah. Did you know about that? Now, was that you? You were, you were too old for Barney, right? <laughs> I, I aged out of Barney. I, yeah, I, I, I um, wasn't part of that. I didn't grow up with Barney. Uh, Tommy Avellino is a director. Mm. And he did I Love You, You Hate Me, which is a two-part documentary <laughs> that was on Peacock. Oh. And he's taking it to the Snodgrass Theater, Kevin Smith's place, uh, tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Oh, wow. And the documentary explores why, how this started and why people hate Barney so much. And it goes all the way back like, you know, to the early 90s. Wow. And I remember, you know Mike Lupica? Oh, sure. All right, Mike Lupica used to host a show on The Fan. Mm -hmm. And I remember him, like, because he had small kids at the time, and he would talk about how Barney must die, hate Barney. <laughs> and that's where I first heard this Barney hate. And really? apparently it's pretty big because, like I said, two-part documentary that ended up on Peacock. That's funny. I, I remember there was a skit on SNL back in the 90s when Charles Barkley was hosting, uh -huh. and everything was like, I think there was a cartoon that was like Barkley versus Godzilla. It was, like, <laughs> was part right. of like a Nike campaign or something. So SNL, they did Barkley versus Barney. And so you have Barkley and Barney going one-on-one -on -one in the court, and the whole time Bar Barkley's throwing elbows, he's gouging <laughs> out Barney's eyes, and at the end of the game, Barney's on the uh, just a lump oh, on the oh. floor. Exactly. <laughs> now, do you show your kids Barney? 
I haven't just because that song I can't tolerate. I don't know. That's I good. just it, it just I, I don't know. It's not for me. My so kids, I haven't exposed them to it yet. My kids had well, we had like uh, they have Caillou right the the Comcast mm. channel. Yeah, and then they had the Sesame Street, and they had Bar- Barney's on one channel, Sesame Street's on the other channel, mm. and it's all like they're just sitting there watching it. One night, Albert, my four year old at the time, couldn't sleep. And I had him downstairs. I pulled out a VCR tape of Tweety and Sylvester. Oh, that kid never laughed as hard. Oh, the next morning he's showing his brother. Yeah, and uh, they became converted. <laughs> oh, Looney Tunes! You can't beat Looney you Tunes. You never will. You can't. You never will. Nine thirty. Now the latest news. I one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Give me a cartoon that you couldn't stand. Give me a cartoon that you loved. Give me one that uh, you were willing to sing the theme for. And uh, while they last, I got some tickets here. Four pack of tickets see Disney on Ice presents Find Your Hero at the Cure Insurance Arena on March sixteenth. You want to buy them? You go to Ticketmaster.com. Uh, 1-800-283-101.5. Tomorrow night, Atlantic Highlands at the Snodcastle Theater uh, is going to be uh, I Love You, You Hate Me, which is a documentary, two-part documentary that aired on the Peacock Channel on Barney. And uh, Steve Burns is in it. You know, uh, Blue's Clues. Bill Nye, the science guy, is in it. Bob West, the voice of Barney. Tommy Avalone directed it. We had him on earlier. Tony is in Millstone on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Tony. Hey, guys. How you doing? Um, my kids, when they were younger, my ex-wife used to put um, the Teletubbies on TV for them all day. And that caused my, my two boys to have speech... Um, impediments growing up really and it took years years for that thing to go away why did the teletubbies do how did they do that well they they spoke really weird and creepy and they didn't speak in full words everything was like oh hey the sun oh, it was it was God. just it was just and and you want to know something my my ex-wife was not not that much better either thank god she's gone <laughs> See that? It all started with the Teletubbies. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. They had, if I'm not, they would tour. They would, like, sell out theaters and stuff. And I remember, because my kids would watch them every now and then, uh, I think Leo Sayer, uh, Leo Sayer, when I need you, you make me, Leo Sayer was on the show. And he sang, you make me feel like dancing. You know, you make me feel like dancing. The old 70s song. He was on it. And uh, he would sing it. And he got older. Let's talk to uh, Rick is in Robbinsville. We call him Robbinsville Rick. What's happening, Rick? Uh, how you doing, Steve? Good. How about you? Good. Uh, just got done work, listening to the radio. And as soon as you said cartoons, I thought of something that I haven't seen in years. What's that? You're like a gorilla. I love McGill and Gorilla. And I want to sing you the theme song. All right, go ahead. Okay. Okay. We've got a gorilla for sale. McGill Gorilla for sale. Won't you try him? Take him home and buy him. McGill for sale. If you want a little gorilla, you can call your own. A gorilla, that it is. <laughs> a gorilla to be with you when you're all alone. Yeah. 
There you go. Oh, man, that was good. Now, now, all right, now, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, I got you. Well, I got you. All right, who was the little girl that loved McGill and Gorilla? I have no idea. OG. Remember OG? <laughs> Oh yeah! Right, little OG, and and who was the uh, who was who owned the pet shop? Uh, I don't know that either. <laughs> Peebles Pet, Mister Peebles, Peebles Pet That's Shop. Great. Right, remember Mister Peebles? I remember the theme song. That's enough. <laughs> That's good. Now I'm going to put you on hold. I'm going to put you on hold, and uh, you want the tickets? Yeah, sure. All right, hold on. You're going to love this. Don't go away. We still got more left. 1-800-283-101.5. Okay, he's got a four-pack of tickets. See Disney on Ice presents Find Your Hero at the Cure Insurance Arena on March 16th. Uh, let's talk to Alex in Burlington on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Alex. Hi. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. All right. Now, who's your, who's your cartoon guy? Well, first of all, it's been a, a tough ever since you said it. I thought, oh my gosh, what songs do I know the lyrics to? But I had to come up with one that doesn't have lyrics. So I came up with the Pink Panther, one of the cartoons that I grew up with. Right. And of course, very cool song. But you gotta have you have the lyrics. Well, there are no lyrics. Yeah, there are. Oh, there's lyrics? There's lyric. There's a lyric. There's a Pink Panther that has lyrics. Well, that I don't remember. That's okay. We can talk about the Pink Panther. When did they have lyrics? Earlier or later? Hold on. I'm gonna find I'm gonna find it for you and I'm gonna play it for you. Hold on. Uh let me see if this is it. Let me see if this is it. Hold on. Uh the one and only truly original Panther Pink from head to toe. I got to wait for this thing. You see, some of these things, they'll let you just dump the ad, and some of them, they will not. So let's see what we got here. Hold on. Uh, let's see if this is it. No, that's not. That's not it. That's that. That's that's a that's a Pink Panther. That's Pink oh. Panther rap song. <laughs> Hold on, we don't want that. We don't want that. Let's try. Let's try this one. I'm going to say this one's got the lyrics. Hold on. Ready? Here we go. Come on, come on, come on. Where are the lyrics? No, 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 no. That doesn't count as lyrics. I want the lyrics. There's a pink, there's a pink panther with lyrics in here. Hold on. You got to be kidding. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Now, now, the lyrics should kick in now. <laughs> Uncle Floyd's taking credit for writing this. <laughs> Hold on. No, 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 I'm going another one. I'm going another one. There, there is a Pink Panther theme song with lyrics, and I am going to find the damn thing. All right, let's do. That's the theme song. Uh, I'm going to work on it. There, there actually is a Pink Panther. Uh, the one and only truly original. The one and only truly original Panther Pink from head to toe. But I don't know the beginning of it, but I will find oh. it. There is, there is actually, maybe, maybe it's this one. From, Let me try this from one. the 80s? I, it could be. Hold on, hold on. Let's see this one. Hold on. 
think of all the animals you've ever heard This is it. This is it. There are lots of funny animals in all this world. But have you ever seen a panther that is pink? Think a panther that is positively pink. Well, here he is, the panther. The pink panther. Everybody loves a panther that's pink. He really is a groovy cat, and he's a gentleman, a scholar, he's a acrobat. He's in the pink, the pink panther, the rinky-dink panther. And it's as plain as your nose that he's the one and only, truly original. Panther pink from head to toe. Yeah, he's the one and only, truly original. Panther pink panther from head to toe. See that? You see that? Oh, I told, it's amazing. I told you it was a pink That was a, huh? I'm not sure who it is. It's, uh, it doesn't tell me who it is. It's this Pink Panther theme. Alex, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. All right, Thomas, Pete, don't go anywhere. one 1015 You want to sing a theme song? I got four packs of tickets for you to see Disney on ice. Oh, hold on. I got to tell you something else, too. Yeah, okay. Uh, right after this. New Jersey, Jersey 101.5 is hitting the streets. Join Big Joe Henry at the 50th Annual Belmar Lake. Cuomo St. Patrick's Day Parade this Sunday. Bring the whole family. Join in the fun. The parade starts at 1230 on Main Street in Lake Como. Look for Big Joe Henry, the New Jersey 101.5 Big Yellow Van in the parade. See you on Sunday. All right. 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. And I've got uh, family four-packs of tickets to see Disney on Ice presents Find Your Hero at the Cure Insurance Arena on March 16th. If you got to buy them, you got to go through Ticketmaster.com. But if you sing me a cartoon jingle while they last, I will hook you up. Let's go to uh, Scott is in East Brunswick on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Scott. Hey, Steve. How you doing, man? Good, buddy. How about you? All right, all right. So I'm going to sing you Scooby Doo, the original from the from the you know 80s and the you know, late 70s, early 80s. Oh, the original Scooby Doo. Okay, now you know what that that was a that was a cartoon that was way ahead of its time. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then, and then when you find actually, when as I got older, I found out actually what the real premise behind it was. Mm-hmm. You know, that they were all stoners and blah, 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 you yeah. know. It was all, you know what, as I said, the cartoon was way, way ahead of its time. And it got you ready for, for your youth. It got you ready to grow up. It did, it did. All right, let me hear, let me hear. Scott right. from East Brunswick's rendition of Scooby-Doo. I do butcher the, the, the middle part of it because I just don't go fast. I never had tone for it, but anyway. That's all a- right, Scooby-Dooby-Doo, where are you? We got some work to do now. Scooby-Dooby-Doo, where are you? We need some help from you now. Come on, Scooby-Doo, I see you pretending you got a silver, but you're not fooling me because I can see you where, where you shake and shiver. You know we got a mystery to solve, so Scooby-Doo, be ready for your act. Don't hold back, and Scooby-Doo, if you come through, you're going to have a Scooby snack. That's a fact. Scooby-Dooby-Doo, where are you? You're ready and you're willing. If we can count on you, Scooby-Doo, I know we'll catch that villain. Yes, Scott! All right, I'm telling you. You know what I do for tickets, huh? Really, you you really, you must really love Disney on ice. I'm telling you. 
You know, I, my, they're going right to my, my niece and my nephew. It was their birthday yesterday. Well, they better love Uncle Scott. I'm happy to do it for them. They, they owe Uncle Scott a big hug afterward. You, you know what? Listen, you go on go on demand. Go on NJ1015.com and click where it says listen, drop down on demand, go to my show tonight, and that's it. That, that'll be there. Can I hear it? You can hear the podcast. Awesome. That's cool. All right. At 9.51, if you want to play that for anybody for your upcoming recording career, I'm going to put you on hold. I'm done. <laughs> yes, it has come to this. Let's go to Bill is in Edison on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Bill. Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm good. How about you? Good, good, good. All right. Now, what's your favorite cartoon? Believe it or not, Underdog. Underdog. Oh, I love the Underdog. Remember Underdog? What was Underdog's girlfriend's name? Uh, what was it? Uh, Petty Pure Pure Petty League or something? Or? Sweet Polly Purebred. There you go. And who were the villains? <laughs> Remember the villains? Simon Bar Sinister and Reef Raff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's a big Underdog fan. Doyle's a huge Underdog fan. Oh, oh yeah, big time. Uh, are you going to sing it for me? I'm going to try to do it, but, you know, I, I, I remember some of it. Let me see if I can remember most of it. Go ahead. I remember, all right, there's no need to fear underdog is here. When criminals in this world appear and break the laws that they should be fear and frightening all who see to or hear, they cry, goes up for far and near for underdog. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! You're gonna hurt yourself, Bill. Keep going. <laughs> Fighting all who some and plunder underdog. <laughs> all right, who, who are you gonna? Who are you taking to this show? I want to take my twin nieces oh. and my wife. Oh, look at you. You're a good man, Bill. Hold on. I'm going to put you on hold. I'm going to put you on hold. All right. Unfortunately, here's what we're going to do. Stick around. Uh, I'm out of tickets, but I do want to hear you sing. As a matter of fact, Thomas in Lawrenceville. What's up, Thomas? Hey, how you doing, Steve? Good. You want to sing Wally Gator? I want to sing Wally Gator, but I want to tell you that Pink Panther was my favorite, uh, composed by the late Harry Mancini. Yeah. Yeah, there's a few words that were ever spoken. What's that? You know what those words were? Well, why can't humans be more like animals? Who said that? He said that. He said that. How about that? All right, all right. Let me sing Wally Gator. Wally Gator, he's a swinging alligator in the swamp. He's a regular alligator, he can really make it romp. Dun, ta -da, da, 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 da. See you later, Wally Gator. Uh, 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 uh. Uh. That was great. That was great. <laughs> Thomas, thanks for the call. I missed a few words, but I... No, man, you nailed it. You know, you came right in strong. There was no buildup. You were prepared. You were ready to go. I wish I had a prize to give you. That was excellent. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. All right, we got Johnny. We got Pete. We got John. We got room for you. I want to hear your favorite cartoon themes. All Jersey, all the time. I don't change my radio from 101.5. New Jersey 101.5. WKXW Trent. When that moon gets a Man, 
dancing in the moonlight on a Thursday night in New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. I love you, you hate me, a documentary on Barney. Going to be at the Kevin Smith Theater in Atlantic Highlands. Uh, Snodcastle and Tommy Avalone directed it. He was on the last hour explaining it. And we're talking about cartoon characters. Who are your favorite cartoons growing up? Uh, who are the ones that you loved? Uh... This is going to be interesting. Johnny is in Manville on New Jersey 101.5. What's happening, my friend? Hey, Steve. Um, uh, I came in late, so I thought you were talking about song, uh, theme songs that have lyrics, but that's okay. I'll, I'll take it. What do you got for me? I got, and, if, and like I said, I came in late, so somebody probably came up with it. But Looney Tunes and the way it started, it was Jerry Seinfeld right. line at the opera wearing a top hat, a tuxedo, and a cane. And he's out there and, and uh, looking sharp, but I think it was in front of a lane, and he starts singing, Overture, hate the lights, this is it, the night, the night. Oh, what fun we'll have, on with the show, this is it. Did you ever see the cartoon version, the Bugs Bunny version? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that was it. He said, everything I've learned in life was came from Bugs Bunny. Hey, you know what? That's not a bad education. That's not a bad education. Everything I learned in life came from Bugs Bunny. <laughs> um, real quick, and, and it's not the subject tonight. Yeah, good. Bonanza, yeah. a couple episodes, had lyrics. There was a Bonanza song. Dun, 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 dun. Remember, remember when Married with Children did Bonanza? Dun, 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 dun. No, Vegetable Garden. Dun, 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 dun. Vegetable Garden. Dun, 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 Corn. Remember that? Uh, well, it started out with the four of them on, on horses. Uh, yeah. The Adam was still in the show. And they're singing. Yeah. Nobody liked it. Nobody liked it. It was like, you mess with little Joe, you're going to mess with us. You got to look it up. No, I, I, you know what? I'm going to see if I can find it on YouTube, and I'll see if I can get it on after the break. I know exactly what you're talking about. And they got rid of it, and then they went to that, uh, you know, they went to that straight orchestra version. Is that, oh, I love that song. I was just a kid. I used to spin myself into the rug. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Let me see if I can find this uh, with lyrics. Oh, it's got to be here. It's got to be here. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? Let's see if she got this one here. First, we got to get through the uh, five, four, three, two, one, and then, and then, and then, and then. Okay, here we go. And this is it. I think this is it. We chased the luck till we finally struck Bonanza. Remember that? With a gun and a rope and a handful of hope, we planted our family tree. We got a hold of a pot full of gold Bonanza. Lord Green. And a saddle and a ring full of cattle, how rich could a fellow be? On this land we put our brand, our pride is the name. Fortune smiled the day we piled upon the rose and plain. Here in the West we're living in the best Bonanza. If anyone fights any one of us, he's going to fight with me. Oh, uh, you get the idea, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, and Steve, nobody believes me. See that? Now you have living proof. Anybody doubts you, you take them right to the website, go to the podcast, and here it is. If I hear a little more. Every rock is mine. No one works quite so like the boys of mine. Okay, we got the idea. Hi, right, Johnny. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Pete is in Ewing. What's up, Pete? 
What's up, buddy? How are you? Doing good. How about you? Oh, gravy, baby. All gravy. All right. What's your cartoon? Well, first off, the character I didn't like was Olive Oil from Popeye. But um, that isn't my favorite. One okay. of my all-time favorites was um, Rescue Rangers, Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. All right. Okay. I never saw Chippendale. The Chippendale I knew. They were Disney guys, right? Yes, sir. Okay, okay. And they did Rescue Rangers? They were they were the Rescue Rangers. They were the Rescue Rangers. Right. So I hope Raymond's not getting upset tonight because you're having so many people singing. Yeah, really. I don't know. Raymond, Raymond will call in and sing a cartoon jingle. <laughs> I would like to sing <laughs> the, the Flintstones song for you. I love that guy. Oh, me too. He's the best. He's the best. Flintstones. Meet the Flintstones. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. I mean to cut you off. Let's go to uh, John is in Linwood on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, John. Hey, Stevie. Great show tonight. Love it. Thank love it, love it, love it. Thank you, Bob. When I was a kid, I grew up in Willingboro and... Uh, we used to run home to watch a guy named Bill Weber. He was a disc jockey on WIP, right. and he had an afternoon show, and he showed all cartoons, and that's where my love of cartoons and memorizing songs and all that stuff Wee came Willie from. Wee Willie Weber. So, Wee Willie Weber. Bill Weber. What a great guy. Yeah. So, um, so in high school, we had a gong show, uh-huh. and we came out and we sang uh, the theme from Underdog, and that went over really big. And then we sang the theme from Hercules, and that didn't go over so well, and we got gonged. But our third song that we were going to do was uh, the theme from Super Chicken. Super Chicken. Uh, do that. All right, let me hear you do Super Chicken. So it was like, uh, when you find yourself in danger, when you're threatened by a stranger, when it looks like you will take a licking, buck, 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 there is someone waiting who will hurry up and rescue you. Just call for Super Chicken. Buck, buck. Nice. If you're afraid you'll have to overlook it. Besides, you knew the job was dangerous when you took it. Buck, buck. He will drink a super sauce and throw the bad guys for a loss, and he will bring them in alive and kick in. Buck, 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 buck. There is someone waiting who will hurry up and rescue you. Just ball for super chicken. Buck, buck. Wow, you know what? The one I heard, we, when I was at PST, there was a, the guy that did mornings before me, was a guy named Ed Johnson, and he did super chicken. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. Does that sound right? Yeah, Super Chicken was. That's that, you're, you're thinking of um, Savoir Faire. Savoir Faire is everywhere. He was on Go Go Gophers. Go Go Gophers. Watch him. Go Go Go. Go Go Gophers. Watch him. Go Go. That was, like, that was one of go, their nemesis. Go, go. Was this guy named Savoir Faire, and it, and they would they would they cut in and go Savoir Faire is everywhere. Now, do you remember I, well, the Hercules theme, right? Hercules, oh people are safe when <laughs> near him. Hercules, Hercules winner of ancient glory. glory. Yep. And then we got gonged. <laughs> you got gonged on Hercules. You got gonged on Hercules. Yeah, we got heckled by people. <laughs> I did. I, now, go back. This is like 19, God, 1981, right? And I'm over my house, and uh, I'm a diehard Giants fan, and I'm working at PST with Dave Heffel and Tom Cunningham. And I know them. 
they're over my house, and uh, the Giants win the game. And the Giants had this guy, uh, this running back named Rob Carpenter, who was running through them. And they're like, Carpenter, people are safe when near him, Carpenter. Only the Eagles fear him. I made them drink champagne out of my, my wife's shoes, my wife's high heels, <laughs> as the Giants win the game. But I remember Hercules. John, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Barbara's in Shemong on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Barbara. Hi, Steve. How are you? Doing good. How about you? I'm good, thank you. All right. Now, what's your favorite cartoon? Speed Racer. Speed Racer. Wow. Okay. Uh-huh. Racer X was his brother. Spritle. Oh, my God. I love that show. Spritle was the dog, right? Spritle was his little brother. Or oh, his little brother. Or little person, yeah. But there was uh, Trixie, right. the girlfriend, and I can remember him running, and you could always hear his like his shoes clicking. Like, yeah, down the hallway. Uh huh. <laughs> do, now, do you are you going to sing the theme? I don't remember. I know it was Go Speed Racer. Go. Go Speed Racer. Go Speed Racer. Go. Do you remember Astro Boy? Oh yes, Astro Boy. Yep. Now Astro Boy was the same. It was that. It was that black and white Japanese animation, and. Yep. It was the same thing because it sounded like he was wearing corduroy. Because every time he walked, you know, whoosh, 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 whoosh. Same as Speed Racer, right? Yep. Yeah, uh, you hear all that little uh, background noise. Yep, that's oh. stuck with you. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, even to this day, I, I, Astro Boy had a theme. Do you remember Toe Boy the Eighth Man? Yep, remember that one too. Right, yep. Astro Boy got remade in uh, I think the nineties. They did they did an Astro Boy movie, and remember Gigantor. Gigantor, remember that name, yes. Right, Gigantor, Gigantor, Gigantor the Space Age robot, right? Gigantor the Space Age robot is at your command. Gigantor the Space Age robot, his power is in your hand. And uh, they remade Gigantor in 1999, and it was he became the Iron Giant. And Pete Townsend wrote the soundtrack for it. Oh, okay. And it's the same one. Oh, that's good stuff. Barbara, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. We're talking cartoons. We're talking the cartoons that you grew up with. The ones that you love. You know, uh, Barney was the one that you hate. There's going to be a documentary on that uh, over at the Snodcastle Theater in Atlantic Highlands. Nick is in Asbury Park on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Nicky. How you doing, guys? Good. How are you? I'm doing all right. What you got for me? So my all-time favorite cartoon growing up was the original Thomas the Tank Engine. Now, was that Ringo? Yes, it was. Uh, in the U.K. dub, it was Ringo Starr. In the U.S. dub, it was George Carlin. I remember, I remember George Carlin because my kids love George Carlin. It was, it was, and he was, I think he was already gone when that happened. But they ran, they ran the reruns forever. Yeah, both of them. Yeah, no, he was still alive when when they made that. Oh yeah, I mean, I remember, I remember him doing it, but I mean, like, because they kept rerunning it. My sons were born in '06, so I think Carlin was gone by then. Yes, yes. By the time that was Alec Baldwin doing the narration. 
Yeah, I couldn't take that. Given the choice. Yeah, no, it was all right. <laughs> Ringo, but Ringo, it's so different. What I love about Ringo, he tries anything. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that was that was great. And you know what? And Carlin did a great job with it as well. Because it wasn't about George Carlin being a comedian or George Carlin putting a Carlin spin on it. No, it was George Carlin playing the role of Thomas the Train. Yeah, Mr. Conductor. Mr. Conductor. It was perfect. That's good. Those are two good ones, Nick. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. Who were your favorite cartoons? Who were your favorite kids' shows growing up? Right? I mean, they're the, you know, a lot of kids, they uh, didn't have, uh, you know, they didn't have great home lives. And, uh, a lot, you know, television probably saved a lot of kids because they, you know, on the one hand, they didn't get, you know, the, the the idea of the family the television presented was not the family that they had, so there was a letdown. But on the other idea, it was an escape from the family that they had. Here's New Jersey 101.5, fast traffic. I found five, Steve Trouble is 1-800-283-101.5. Your favorite cartoons growing up. What were they? Tomorrow night, Atlantic Highlands at the Snodcastle Theater is going to be I Love You, You Hate Me, a Barney documentary that aired on both uh, Peacock, and that's going to be at the theater. Tommy Avalone produced it. He was on the earlier. He was the director. I'm sorry. And uh, Steve Burns, Blue's Clues, is going to be there. Not going to be there. He's in the movie. Let's talk to uh, George. Is in Hamilton on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, George. Hey, what's up, Mr. Travelese? Well, I'm doing good, buddy. How are you? I'm just chilling. Just call me Steve. Around. Okay, Mr. Steve. Yeah, just call me Steve. So tell me, tell me your favorite cartoon. Well, my favorite cartoon growing up was this little cartoon called Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Yeah, it was uh, one of the goofiest and wackiest cartoons I've ever seen. Uh-huh. And I and I loved it because not only was it goofy and wacky, right? But it also showed everyone how goofy and wacky society can be sometimes. How so? How so? Well, you know, one of the running jokes in Ed and Eddie was that like uh, the main character uh, Eddie, he would always like kind of like tell everyone that like his big brother was like this like really like cool guy and. You know, he would always, like, try to, like, threaten people and, like, make scams, like, you know, around his big brother being this big badass. But Right. And the season finale, it's go, it goes ahead and reveals that his brother actually, like, bullies him and, like, treats him horribly. And, oh. you know, th- throughout the series, like, all the kids in the neighborhood are, like, you know, they, they hate um, Eddie and, like, all the, and, you know, the Ed brothers for their scams and everything. But... Uh-huh. You know, at the end, when they see him getting mistreated by his brother like that, they all band together against him. And wow. it kind of reminded me that, like, you know, it's just like these, like, little small units of, like, abuse and neglect in society that, like, turns people into, you know, assholes and, like... Yeah, you can't, you can't say that, George, but I get what you're saying. Very good. Very good. I never, you know what? I never knew that about Ed and Eddie. My, uh, my kids, uh, we never, I don't think they ever watched it, but we'd go buy it. We'd see it. Let's go to Pierto is in Cumberland on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, Pierto? Hey, how you doing? Good. How you doing, Steve? I'm good, buddy. How are you? 
I'm doing actually lovely tonight. All right. Who's your cartoon, Berto? Hey, um, remember old show Nickelodeon, uh, Cat Dog? Cat um, Dog? Yes, Cat Dog. Uh, you know, I'm pretty sure everybody's, you know, very familiar with it. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it's basically a cat and a dog. Right. You know, Got together and, and created and, and, Cat Dog. And uh, they had an arch mist. It was the Mr. Mouse guy, you know. Uh-huh. He was the mayor of the city. They were always starting problems with him. All right. And, um, you know, and eventually they had, a, you know, I, they were going to venture every day, you know, and uh, solved their little mysteries around. You know, I'm pretty sure everybody knows what it is. Yeah. Well, cat dog. That's good. I like that. Berto, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Of course we know. Jiffy's in Manalapan, the New Jersey 101.5. What's up, Jiffy? How you doing, buddy? I just watched the show. It was great. Oh, really? Really? Tell me about it. Yeah, um, Justin's unbelievable. I know. I know. You hear that voice? You, you, you hear that voice? He sang every kind of thing. It was unbelievable. He's like Jim Davis. Yeah. You know, he's like normal, and then when he sings, he's really love, and he's amazing. <laughs> I know. Gemini's and Rick Adana. I want to show you, saw. Yeah. Gemini gave me a, uh, a DVD. He did, huh? All right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, now, now when you listen on Wednesdays, you'll know exactly what you're dealing with. You'll see what I'm dealing with every Wednesday. Did you see <laughs> Jeffrey Wednesday, Paul? Yeah. He was in the audience. Yeah, he got up and said a joke, too, yeah. All right, I like that. I like that. Great, man. I'm glad you like the show, Jiffy. I really am. Thanks, Stevie. All right, man. Who was your favorite cartoon growing up? Mine was Wacky Races, but my wife coming with the Jetsons. Oh, yeah. Meet George Jetson. I love that. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny, right? This was supposed to be the time of the Jetsons, and uh, not a lot of that ended up being like, you know, we're not flying around so much. Yeah, you know, you know what? I just told my wife that. Right. When she Googled it, they're from 2062. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, all right. So then, the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A hundred years into the future. You're right. No, she's, she, she looked it up. All right, 100 years. All right, so now we know what we got to look forward to. Jiffy, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. What the hell are you doing here? It's you from Ambler. What's up, you? Well, I can always count on Trev to do cartoon stuff, man. Never a problem. Never a problem. Find All a right. way. What? I said I find a way. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I thought you said, by the way. No, no, no. I find the way. Some good, I thought you were going to give me some good information. Anyway, listen. Yes. Barney, okay? Like, you guys were, like, talking about Barney. Listen, our kids were young when Barney was, like, you know. And we took our daughter mm-hmm. to, uh, I think, to Spectrum to see Barney. Right. And then when she actually saw him live, she started to freak out. Get me the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I have a Barney doll, like, uh-huh. like one of the original ones. Right. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking maybe, you know, if I can wait another 10 years, I go on the Antique Roadshow, they're going to be like, 
this is worth like $500,000. I don't know, man. Everybody says that. Everybody yeah. says, you know, when you get to the age, like uh, when you get to the age where your parents pass away or, you you know, and you got to start dealing with all the stuff they've had in the closet for a million years, believing oh. that one day it was going to be worth something, and you go on eBay and you try to see, like, if you want to buy it, and you find out that, like, you know, those Beatle albums are worth about a buck, and you're thinking, this is going to be my, this is going to be my savings my retirement not so much exactly but listen i gotta give you my cartoon brother give it to me and i don't have to sing it you don't have to because it's just simple as this okay beep, beep. hey roadrunner yeah roadrunner mimi that's all you have to do is say beep beep and people know what what you're talking about you know you know julia scotty right yeah, oh gosh. Yeah. Julia does this thing in Iraq where she's talking about, you know, the Jersey roads and everything. And she goes out and she goes, you know, and one day I walked, I'm very straight faced, and I walked out of my house and I saw a coyote. And he was up on his hind legs. And he was holding a box that said Acme. And I went, we got duped. <laughs> That is so cool, man. I mean, dude, those cartoons back then when they used to play them when you went to the movies. And uh, oh, God, yeah. Oh, oh, my God. And, you know, the coyote, I always, like, I was, I felt sorry for the guy. I thought mm -hmm. he was, like, I liked him. He had a good personality and everything. But the one thing, man, you don't have to sing anything. You, all you have to do is go. Mimi never fails. Never fails. You thanks for the call. My favorite Wiley Coyote wasn't Roadrunner. Remember the Wiley Coyote Bugs Bunny? Oh yeah. When he he's in the he's in the shed. Yeah. And and he drags the shed on the train tracks. Yes. And and he looks and he goes, My name is Wiley Coyote. Super genius. And he sees the train coming and he pulls the shade down. <laughs> it's ten thirty. Now, the latest New Jersey. Jersey 101.5. Steve Trevelis. Go to nj1015.com, and uh, you could see all the things that smell in New Jersey. That's what you want to do. Like exit 13 on the parkway. Like the pig farm down in, what was that, Gloucester? <laughs> we got the smells. We got the stink. And, uh, Ryan, where are those, where are those smells? Let's see. Here's what we got. Go ahead. Uh, those smells. We got lots of smells everywhere. Oh, yeah. We got uh, the, the Gothel's Bridge. Gothel's Bridge. We got Newark. We got the 295 as you pass the dump in Columbus. I mentioned that one. Shafto Road in Tin Falls. Fisher Road when the tide goes out. Oh, Fisher man. Road. Oh. Any of those places. That's why they call it the Kill Van Cole. <laughs> uh, leading into the tunnel on 195 towards Trenton. The Atlantic City with all the whales washing up. Oh, yeah. I told you, right? The Murphy Special in every restaurant. Whatever washes up on the beach over pasta. Yeah. And then someone said Melita Coffee. I, don't, I didn't get that one quite. When you're in Vineland on 295. Uh, when you're on 295 in Vineland, there's yeah. a coffee. There's really a coffee plant. Oh, is that uh, yeah. by uh, what is it? 30 exit 32. Exit 32. Oh, okay. That's that's that's. You ever smell that? That's yeah. what that is. Okay. Yeah. In Freehold used to be a Nescafe plant. Oh, I didn't even realize. When they wake up and smell the coffee, it's Nescafe. <laughs>
Oh, there you go. Uh, someone had mentioned earlier the Jetsons being in 2062. Uh, that makes sense because it was that was the idea. They put the show on in 1962, so it's supposed to be a hundred years into the future. Yeah. Well, they did the math, and uh, George Jetson would have been born uh, last year uh, in July. I remember that. I remember walking on the beach in Seattle City and hearing that story. Yeah. Okay, so George Jetson, yeah, that he, makes sense. Yeah, he'd be, uh, he's not quite one yet. He's about a half a year old. Okay, young George Jetson. Yeah, young George Jetson. Yeah, and, and Jane, his wife. <laughs> his boy, Elroy. Uh, but not yet, not yet. Not <laughs> he's too young. He's, he's, right now, it's boy George. Yes. <laughs> which is a whole other culture club. Are you ready? I think so. Let's do it. Bob's got news for you. Excellent news. Now it's time for Headlines and Trevlines. I read the news today. Steve comments on the headlines of New Jersey. Brace yourself, folks. For mind-blowing news. As only Steve can. What the hell's going on out here? I was wondering that very same question. Eric Legrand the, of uh, Rutgers football playing. Uh, yeah, player. he's been on a lot. Yeah. Well, he is no longer just in the coffee business. He is going to be uh, getting a liquor brand. Eric. Really? Yeah, bourbon company. Good. To God bless. Charity, him. yeah. Um, so uh, his brand... Uh, well, he opened his first coffee house, LeGrand Coffee House, in Woodbridge in 2022. Right. And now in Owensboro, Kentucky, uh, and bottled in Bardstown, Kentucky, he has uh, two-year-aged barrels of charred charred oak barrels, sorry, of Kentucky bourbon. Bourbon? Yeah. All bourbon right. Whiskey. I like that. Yeah. Um, and they're going to be at $45 per bottle, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, $5.20 of every case sold will uh, be donated. Um, so, yeah, you can donate money, feel good while you're feeling good. Get him to come down here and bring us a bottle. We'll yep. have a toast on the air. <laughs> there you go. Oh, there you go. Maybe we can get some, some things we do no. for food in this place, man. We just shill. <laughs> yeah. Fest <laughs> you know. um, brisket in New Jersey. Bring some down, would you? <laughs> All right. What else uh, we got? Merriam Webster. Mary, sorry. Marion Webster? Merriam Webster. Merriam Webster. Merriam, whatever dictionary, it is. Dictionary guy? The dictionary Merriam Webster, yes. Uh, started a Twitter thread on Tuesday looking for words that are not in the English language that we should have here in the English words language. Words that are not? You mean like from other languages or yeah. words we should just make up? Well, so like, you know, uh, there's a famous one uh, Germ- in German, Schadenfreude, which is like laughing at or finding amusement from another one's misery. Okay. We have, you find amusement from someone else's misery. And yeah, have we one gotta, word we gotta, yeah, we got to shrink that to one. Oh, Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude, okay. my bad. Did I say it wrong? No, I think I saw that on Two and a Half Men when Rose said it once. <laughs> <laughs> so there's an Arabic word. Oh, I'm going to butcher all of these. Um, Subhiye. Uh, that quiet time when you're the only one awake in the house and can enjoy a cup of coffee before the day starts. Okay. All that in one word. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, this is another one that we could really use here in Jersey. Sobremesa. It's a, it's Spanish. Right. It's, uh, describes that chill time you're around the table with those you love, normally after you've finished eating and you're just chatting and connecting. That usually happens after I finish eating. It's like, are we excused? No, sit down and talk to your father. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then one that I could definitely use, uh, last one here, uh, is a Japanese word, sondoku, meaning acquiring (laughs) books and letting them pile up without ever actually... This is why we don't have those words, because nobody can pronounce them. See, we we would have those words, but nobody can pronounce them, so they figured, you know what, it's better you guys just just go with the definition. Other languages, you can keep them. 
Yeah. Yeah. We'll come up with we'll come up with our own words. Yeah. All right, um, what else we got? Leonard Skinner's Simple Man is back on the Billboard charts. Is it really? Yeah, after uh, one, an American Idol uh, contestant sang it, and now it's uh, back on the Hot Rock charts. Um, Are you serious? Yeah. And so because somebody on American Idol sang it, that's what brought it back? Yeah. You know, I used to play, I, when when Skinner was big, or Skinner was big in the 70s, when I played it was in the 80s, but the songs that we played were like, What's Your Name, Sweet Home Alabama, Give Me Three Steps, uh, Free Bird, of course. Yeah. Simple Man didn't really get really played, as far as I knew. It became it be it kind of surfaced in somewhere in the nineties, and it was yeah. kind of like we needed a we needed a new Leonard Skinner song to push from that era. Yeah, and now it's back again because this guy sang it. Yeah, it, it's kind of a slow jam. It doesn't it's really song. it doesn't like you, uh, like come in really hard like like uh, Freebird does. It kind you kind well, of Freebird starts off slow. Yeah. What was great about Freebird as a DJ. <laughs> what was great about Freebird was it ran, the live version of Freebird ran 14 minutes. So if 14? you ever, oh yeah, for the live Freebird from One for the Road, Leonard Skinner. Now the, the studio version of Leonard Skinner ran 8.48, I think it was. Oh, that's not too bad. 8.48, <laughs> or the live version was 14 minutes. And it would open with, what song is it you want to hear? Freebird! <laughs> and you'd play that, and people get chills, and then they'd sing it. And if you were the DJ, yeah, the things that you could do, knowing <laughs> that you had 14 minutes, you're talking bathroom breaks, you want to go grab a sandwich, you want to take a break, Freebird. Play Freebird. I, I got you. I yelled that at a concert not too long ago. What songs ago. did you want to hear? Well, someone, so they said, what song like do you want us to play? Something like along those you lines. you screamed out Freebird. And I screamed out, play Freebird. And people and gave me weird looks. Beat the crap out of you. Right? Yeah, I, I was shot on sight. They didn't no. know Freebird. Right? <laughs> exactly. Um, but it's at 23 now. Uh, the it, so the, the actual Leonard Skinner version? Yeah, Simple Man, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, and so there were. I don't even know what's on the chop to, on the billboard right now. Oh, I don't either. But another song that was recently towards the top uh, was. Uh, but wait a minute. Here's what I don't understand. Yeah, who plays it? I mean, like the, I know, like I just don't understand. Yeah. I just don't understand this. If anybody knows, like I knew that once upon a time there were top forty radio stations, mm-hmm. and they would play the songs that were on the top forty. Like for me growing up, there was WABC, of course. The and then they went to FM. You had ninety nine X, and but I don't know, like, because today it's not so much broadcasting as much as it's narrowcasting. Each format, each station plays the songs in their format. Yeah. But is anybody? Is there a top forty radio station now? Is anybody going? Hey, coming up, super hit one, hit one, hit one. No, like it's just okay. like top forty rock station. Top no, you see what you just said. Top forty rock. No, yeah. top forty. Is so is Leonard, is Leonard Skinner on the, are they a top 40, total top 40? Are they a top 40 rock? It's no, top offense, 40 no offense to people. Rock State. billboard. Okay. So, so Leonard Skinner made the top 40 hot rock billboard. Yeah. So that's not top 40. Not top 40. Now, are there any, sta- I don't know of any stations that play the top 40 hot rock billboard. Maybe we just don't have them here in Jersey. I don't think we have them anywhere. I mean, as far as uh, as far as I know, and I know a lot of people in the radio. Hold on, reliable. Do one one point five. Yeah, we found one, one rock station in uh, Staten Island. Yeah, that's uh, that's playing the uh, what is it? Active rock. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what's the point of making a top 40 if nobody's playing your music? There are no top 40 radio stations anymore, as far as I know. Yeah. Yeah. So what else we got going on? All right. So there is a... Grown-up uh, summer camp. My computer a is... A grown-up summer camp. Yeah, my computer is well, trying the adults? to not freeze. Yes. Okay. Um, so the new computer is trying to not freeze? Yeah, the the new computer. Well, they call the warranty about that. <laughs> so Screaming Hill Brewery has teamed up with Liberty Lake Day Camp once again for grown-up camp this summer. What's that grown-up camp? So at, No kids! <laughs> no kids, yeah. Oh my Immediately God. a selling point. Please let me scroll. There we go. Okay. Okay. So there will be a day of boating, rock climbing, water balloon tossing, swimming, archery, water tag, mini golf, tossing? and so much more. I like the so much more part. No matter what you have, everybody feels it's not enough. They have to put in the so much more. I don't remember <laughs> so much more selling anybody on anything, but it's in every commercial. You know? Yeah. It's like, you mean all they have is this? Well, so much more. All right, then I'm going to go. <laughs> we're going to list off our biggest selling points. And if that's not enough, yeah. well, there's other things that we're not mentioning. And so much more. <laughs> we have no idea what that is. But I'm here for the so much more. I want to know what that is. Did you see this? Yeah. That uh, Catholics in New Jersey can have corned beef because St. Patrick's Day is on Friday? I thought that. That's what I thought. That because it was a Friday, that I, I figured that the Catholic part would win there. They made an exception. <laughs> uh, this is from NJ.com, right? Yeah. Uh, here it is. Uh, eating meat on Friday during Lent usually isn't allowed for Catholics, but this year one of New Jersey's dioceses say it's okay. Uh, St. Patrick's Day, which is on a Friday, March 17th, coincides with uh, one of Lent's days of abstinence this year. On the day of abstinence, Catholics agree ages 14 and up are not supposed to eat meat. But because St. Patrick's Day is also a Catholic celebration, uh, Cardinal Joseph W. Tobin of the Archdiocese of Newark announced on Wednesday that it's okay this year. Uh, for those right. members of the faithful celebrating this uh, solemnity and who desire it, Cardinal Joseph Tobin has dispensed the uh, penential obligation <laughs> to abstain from meat on March 17th. So they said uh, you could have meat. All right. There we go. That's okay. pretty exciting. Uh, I, pr- I mean, That's breaking are you moves. a corned beef person? I, I, you know what? I'm going to do this, or probably do this, like uh, when we get closer. Um, If I said to you, Mm -hmm. corned beef, if you had the choice between corned beef and cabbage. Okay. Or a Reuben sandwich, what would you rather have? I. It's the same thing. I haven't had cabbage. You've never had cabbage? And not specifically that I can recall. Cabbage, you know what cabbage is, right? Is it just lettuce? Yeah. Cabbage is boiled. It's a it's a type of lettuce. It's boiled, uh-huh. and people will put butter on it or mustard on it. But the traditional Irish meal is corned beef, mm. cabbage, um, boiled potato, and that's pretty much it, right? So yeah. if you take that same thing, and I took that, and I said, you know what, I'm going to take that corned beef, and I'm going to put it on rye bread, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna put some coleslaw on top, which is also cabbage. Oh, then I have had cabbage. Okay, coleslaw. So if I say uh, uh, Irish meal, corned beef, cabbage, boiled potato, or Reuben Reuben sandwich is corned beef with it's corned beef on rye yeah. with Swiss cheese and coleslaw and Russian dressing, and optional hot spicy mustard, mm. ver- with. Instead of the boiled potato, French fries. 
So if I gave you a choice, you could have either have the – this is like the Thanksgiving thing. Right? Yeah. We have special meals on this day, but you don't go into the diner uh, you know, in July after being out in the club all night. Go, you know what I want? I want a nice corned beef and cat. No. I want turkey with cranberry. No. You only have it that day. But if given the choice, if you had Reuben sandwich – which is the corned beef with the coleslaw and the Swiss cheese. Mm. Uh, or some people, instead of coleslaw, we use sauerkraut uh, on rye with French fries. If I could put that in front of you, or I put the corned beef and cabbage with the boiled potato, which would you rather have? I'm going to have to go for the sandwich. I think that... I mean, there's no brainer for me. Yeah, there's something It's something about the rye bread. I don't know. Rye bread's always been one of my favorites, and it's just a nice long Do shape. Do you like deli like food? Corned beef. Oh, yeah. Of course. No, I mean like Jewish deli food. You know, oh, like yeah. corned I beef mean, and all, and I'm, pastrami. I'm like 50% and... Ashkenazi Jew. Oh, you are? Yeah, it's oh, in my okay. DNA. Oh, okay. Well, you get it then. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did a diet once. Uh, I think it was Nutrisystem. I forget. But, you know, the night before the diet is when you go out, right? Yeah. So I went to Harold's Deli. And I got the, uh, it was the, the triple decker. It was corned beef. I mean, it was about that big, literally. You don't know how big those sandwiches are. Oh, got to be. Corned beef. Pastrami and turkey with Russian dressing. That was my last meal. <laughs> that was your I last loved meal. It. And your heart stopped. And right you go there. to the pickle bar first. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. So, yeah, so uh, if you uh, want to have the corned beef this St. Patrick's Day and you, uh, I guess, subscribe, yeah. or what do you follow? Uh, what do you diocese? The, uh, <laughs> the Archdiocese of Newark, yeah. you can have it. You know what would be, you know what the Italians and the Irish need to team up? And you you take corned like, beef parmesan. <laughs> yes, that's exactly corned what I was beef parmesan. You taste so good. I don't know about that. Corn, well, what if you had like the pe- like the fried uh, chick uh, the chicken there, right? So it was like chicken parmesan as your base, right? And then you put like thinly sliced corned beef on top of it. Well, you know what? If you take chicken, yeah, and you put a slice of ham and a slice of cheese, they call that chicken called them blue. Yeah, yeah, right. with the Swiss cheese and the bechamel sauce or whatever, and the uh, and the ham. Yeah, right. Or uh, or chicken Kiev is where you put butter in the middle of the chicken. Uh, this is another sandwich. But have you ever had a Monte Cristo? Oh God, yeah, yeah. The the with the, the roast beef. Yeah, you yeah. It in the gravy, and then they they. Uh, French toast that for the bread there. What a way to end the show. We'll yeah. leave hungry. Just, just diner sandwiches. There's diner, about it. Favorite diner sandwich. You ever have disco fries? Di- oh my gosh. With I the love- gravy? Yeah. Have you ever we'll had... We'll go to the Ewing Diner after this. <laughs> uh, the, the Canadian version poutine I've always wanted to have. What's that? It's, uh, it's the same thing, but instead of using, I guess that's mozzarella they use, uh, they use cheese curds instead. So it's a little bit more squeaky. You know the cheese curds. I've I've had them a couple times. I've had like fried cheese curds, but never like just like on top of something to melt. I was in um, Minnesota, and I went to a giant Viking game. And my friend, my old boss Andy Bloom, we go to the game together. And for five dollars, they give you like a paper plate mm-hmm. piled high with the cheese curds. I never had them before, oh, man. and I was in heaven. So Big Ron O'Brien was a DJ who uh, used to, I used to work with in Philadelphia. He passed away. And he was uh, from Iowa. And every year I would have a party at my house when the Giants played the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And I'd bring all the radio people over. And Ron would come. And for because he was coming, I actually sent out, this is about 1999, <laughs> I sent out to Ohio and I had cheese curds shipped in <laughs> so I could make him the cheese curds. Now they sell them a Dairy Queen. Really? When you go to Dairy Queen, like the Dairy Queen that has the food, yeah, 
They sell cheese curds. You get them in the drive-in oh, window. And they're amazing. That. I got to right. go get some. Are you hungry? Yeah. Go get some now. Good job, by you. This has been the Steve Travelly Show On Demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.